B-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters Got your feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it Goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody Rise up Weekdays Catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody It's the Pascal Show Yes Good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are having a terrific Tuesday. That's right. Monday, part two, according to Lucas. Monday, part two. You know, to me, it's Tuesday. It's one step closer to hump day. Hump day. You know what I mean? I'm really happy about today. Even though it's really where we are, it's really kind of sad and gloomy right now. It's a little sad and gloomy, but you know what? We're going to shed some light and brightness and happiness Nothing but love and happiness today. You know what I mean? Yes, oh, yeah. you got to move your necks hey. like so. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Walk like an Egyptian, right? Yes. No? That's yes. a throwback like a mug. Anyway, like I said, I hope you guys are having a terrific Tuesday. It's a little gloomy over here, but out wherever you are, you know what I mean? Put a Pat yourself on the back because you made it through Monday. And everyone has a hard time with having the case of the Mondays. And we all know about the case of the Mondays. Let's keep it real. Right, Jack? That's right. It's Monday part Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey. Hey. See, see what, what, what's so great about this dude right now <laughs> is that he's feeling himself right now because he's wearing his supreme little skull hat. Yeah, yeah. You know, little scully on. You know what I mean? His little beanie. So He's feeling supreme right now. Supreme. Untaka supreme. A cutlass supreme. Everything's better with Supreme, right? I guess apparently it is. Yeah, true. You know, even Oreo cookies now yeah. are Supremes. Mm. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we got some really great people in the room. All right, so let's get around the room real quick. All right, Lucas in the booth. What's good? What's up, guys? Uh, Some man? My uh, arm's a little sore again. Oh, God. <gasps> you remember hey. last week how I said I went bowling? Like I said, yes. you need to, every time you, you know, when you're beating it, like you just gotta ice it. If you're gonna put it, if you're gonna do a marathon, you gotta ice it, man. Yeah, or stretch before. Oh or stretch. God. You know, man. Woo, you're real athletic with that stuff, huh? But uh, so so last time I said I bowled what six hours. I guess my arm wasn't fully recovered, and I just took a chance to try to bowl again. My arm didn't last very long. Oh. Wow. My, my bicep was just like, nope, you're done. Stop. Mm. Just, just draw the line right there. Yep. You're on a streak with this bowling thing. Just. Is three weeks a, in a row. That's, that's a it. good pun right there too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes! You guys are yeah. gross. No. Oh, oh no. What? Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Putting holes. You put your fingers, fingers in, hole, in holes. Fingers in holes. Grabbing arms, some balls and tired. throwing some balls down. Well, some you know, lanes. you know that you could, if your if your arm is that tired, you could get a, a a lighter weight ball. You know what I'm saying? Just on some real stuff. You don't yeah. do you, you don't you you can't do as well with a lighter ball because the, the ball will just bounce off the pins instead of just destroying all the pins with a heavier ball. Mm. You gotta oh. think about it. Oh okay. There's a science to this best guy. Well geez, you know, you, you gotta be so specific. See, this is what I mean. He's <laughs> the one, like you he should be wearing your glasses right now, Jack. He should yeah. be well, actually, um, technically. A heavier balls. I hate that. I hate that, Lucas. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Get used deal to with it. This. He's like, deal with it, Pascal. This is what you have to deal with every day. Anyway, and seeing that face. Ugh. Ugh. Ah! It's gross. No, I'm just kidding. You need, need a one-way <laughs> you know, mirror or whatever. Yeah, I know. 
Oh yeah. So you know. Can I'll you... see. I'll see you guys, but you can't see me. Exactly. Can you... That would be a blessing. <laughs> can you even see his whole face with everything in between you guys? Yeah. Everything's around. Yeah. yeah. I can see him. It's a you know perfect I mean? little. Put little your hand hole. on the glass, man. <laughs> Put your hand on the glass. You don't want to see me. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you started bowling again with your boys, you know what I mean? Having your boy time, some bro brosif bro time. It hurts though. It's some bromance. Yeah. What's your highest score? Ever or somewhere in the two twenties, two thirties. I don't remember the exact, but it's somewhere around there. Do you bowl? I, I, I used to bowl. No, Ooh, here we go. I used, have, I used to have my own ball. Competition. Oh, you had to have a high score. Then he then. got married and and his wife took his balls away. Ah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yes! They're in storage. I was waiting for that for the entire, my whole life. <laughs> for that moment. To line up You're perfectly. welcome. Anyway, no, no. Yes, you don't have the ball anymore. No, I do. Oh. Yeah. But my fingers don't fit into it anymore. Oh, really? How, wait, how does that, how does your fingers get Cause fatter? Because I, I got, it was like a custom uh, ball my dad got for me. It was like a birthday gift one year. Word. And, and so the finger holes were drilled to fit my fingers at the time. No, I got fat fingers. I don't gain know. Weight, you gain weight. Wow. You, you gain weight everywhere. That's yeah. so weird. You gain weight in your fingers? Even lose little. weight. Like, I remember when Wayne lost a lot of weight, he had to stop wearing his wedding band because literally one time he was mm. like, oh, and it, that they thing. They flying. I was like, yeah. and I bought that thing. I was like, huh. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to have to put it aside and get you some little cheap, cheap in the meantime. Wow. Because it can't, I mean, the way it flew. Because you will get fat again. Is that what you're trying of to say? Course, you will bounce back. Because it fits again. Shoot. And I was right. Wow. <laughs> Uh, well, no, no, but he's not getting fat. He's like he's just bulking back up. He's yeah. like, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. He, he, gets, he gets swole. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, thick with two C's. You know what I mean? You better think about thicker than a snicker. <laughs> but he ain't eat, he ain't eating no Snickers. No Snickers. No Snickers. Thicker than a chicken breast. <laughs> That's been boiled. That's been boiled. <laughs> Chicken breast and broccoli. Oh, man. That's funny. Apparently, that's not good for your broccoli anymore. I don't know. It's interesting. It's a hybrid. Jackie. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. Uh, but, yeah, I, my high score was 278. Ooh. So. Oh, look at you. My, my, <laughs> my, get it. My friend, uh, he's a wildly inconsistent bowler. He, he has a wide range of scores. He's bowled a 290 before. Wow. But. That 290, he had like nine straight strikes in that frame and yeah. carried those strikes over for like six more strikes to the next game. Nice. So technically, if you take that, he pulled over a perfect game. That's awesome. That's crazy. But yet, yesterday score? he struggled. Yeah. 300. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yep. So, but overall, That's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, whole family is switching up. Our timelines are waking up in the morning. Mm. Um, Excuse me? So my wife started teaching kids in China English. Through this, yeah. this program online. Nice. And so, but they, their schedules, she has to wake up at like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning to be able to teach during their time after what would be after their dinner time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the kids are starting to wake up when we're moving around. So I think that the whole family is just going to start waking up at like 4 o'clock. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, so, so I'm going to put kids, them kids to bed at 7. So I they mean, just wake shoot, up because they six. hear the motion. <laughs> Yeah, because, because we just got a small house. Right. You know? Wow. So they're like, well, everybody's up. Time to get up. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Damn. Usually, usually it's sun's up, we're up. But now, now it's sweet. We hear a sound. Mom and dad's up, we're up. That's his yeah. time. <laughs> but sun's up. Yeah. Whatever. And then we got uh, daylight savings times coming up, right? Yes. So fall back. 
Thank God. Or no, spring, spring forward. Spring, spring forward. Yeah. Spring oh, forward. No, your season's jacked. Yeah, you know, it's just so gloomy outside. You don't know what season it is. It, it happens. I know. It's yeah. so dark out there. We only have two today. of them. It's hard to get them mixed yeah, up. I know. <laughs> it's St. Louis. What can you do? Aww. What is that? Sorry. No. <laughs> 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 that was good radio, guys. Yes. Don't, don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> just drank some coffee. Oh, my God. Oh, it went down the wrong that pipe. That was disgusting. Ooh. No, it tastes nasty, but guess what? <laughs> I'm still going to drink it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know how it is. It. It's like, it's coffee. It's it's pizzas. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter how messed up the pizza is. You're going to eat it. You're still going to eat it. You're right. It still doesn't matter how messed up the coffee is. You're still going to drink it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Sorry, I did not it's, mean it's to burnt. interrupt that conversation. You guys, right. were, you have your favorites. Y'all but. were deep in it, so I didn't nah. want to get in. The, in <laughs> you know, it, it just was a, a, a guttural reaction. It was funny. Very bad. Very nasty coffee. Lydia, how are you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful on this Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I was. I, I was gonna say <laughs> that, but I didn't want to mess it up for you. Yeah, thanks. Because that's yours. That's my. Thing. You know what I'm saying? So I just throw it to you. That's I love my you. Shtick. Skadoosh. Anyway, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing good. It's really gloomy out today. I hate. I hate when it's like this. It's like yes. Come on, son. Come around. But um, it's been a good uh, morning. I had a great evening. Kaylee's birthday was yesterday. We went out to eat for her birthday to celebrate. It's just been a, a nice, blessed start of the week. Mm. Let's say that. Okay, good. And let me also say, I'm really glad that I'm like expecting a new baby because the fact that my baby is 16 has me really, really depressed. Yeah, but at the same time, now you got a permanent babysitter. A built-in babysitter. Yes, I'm about to say, turn <laughs> up for babysitters. Turn up for the babysitter. The turn up for having babies separate. So very, far very, apart. Very, very far, far <laughs> apart. It's perfect. Word, it really is. Perfect time. It all works out. But yep. my baby's not a baby anymore, and she's gorgeous and grown, and I, I'm just, you know, I'm proud of her, so. That's dope. I had a great Monday, and I'm looking forward to a great Tuesday with you guys. Yeah. Hey, turn up. Hey. Yeah. Gang, gang, gang. Yeah. You know, dab, dab. Supreme. Oh, pe- Supreme. Su- <laughs> Jack, Supreme just go somewhere. all day. Supreme I know. Tuesday. And I love how he's matching and stuff now. He's I know. Like, he's he's, he's feeling himself so hard. Up. Oh, he's feeling <laughs> himself so hard. Swag on a million today. Thank you. I'm saying give it time. He's going to be in food, like throwback FUBU wear. <laughs> The whole nine. Watch. <laughs> Give it like one year. You know what I'm saying? Oh, You're going to have the latest Nikes on and everything. He's going to be like, yo, man, I got this stuff, <laughs> man. These are all throwbacks, though. Vintage, <laughs> yo. Vintage. <laughs> I love it, though. No, you look great, man. I'm no, not knocking nothing. You know why I'm laughing so hard? When I actually went to go grab a sweater, I'd already had this on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to match. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You're going to coordinate. Let's coordinate today. Shout out to John Witherspoon. You're going <laughs> to right. coordinate. You know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing, though. Yeah, that is. That's awesome. You know? Mm. So how are you today, Pascal? Me. Oh, me, 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 me. <laughs> I am feeling okay. I slept kind of hard last night. You know where you, like, where you wake up and you felt, feel like you jumped off a bridge or jumped off a building and just landing hard on concrete. Uh, That's kind of how I felt this morning. It was like, like, (laughs) felt extra heavy. Yeah, extra, extra heavy. I was hurting today. Like you was peeling yourself off the bed. Yep, yep. Yeah. It was like, God was like, no, you are, you are laying down. You had that good sleep. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was the good sleep. I mean, sometimes. It it, it made me feel real sluggish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This morning. That means you, you was really in it. Yeah, I was, he was knocked I, out. I was really catching them REMs, right. like horde, and I probably sounded like I was sawing logs too, like just straight up 
full on snore. Oh, you snore bad, huh? Yeah. No, I don't. You know, no. Hold up. I don't snore bad, but I do snore. Okay. And, uh, but if I'm in a, a deep difference. sleep, if I'm a deep sleep, yes. It's bad. No, seriously. Like, <laughs> it's full on lumber, lumberjacks. It's like, ring, 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 like just sawing <laughs> logs. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Light. If I'm light sleeping, then I don't snore that bad. Okay. I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. Mm-hmm. I snore. Yeah. Damn it! Have you recorded yourself snoring? No, but, but your I've, girl I've, has. I've, yep. I know that, yeah. so I already know. And this. I was like, you know what? You better delete that ish. <laughs> you better delete that ish if you want to live. Right. You know what I'm saying? I used to do that to my it sister. It ain't cute. Because my sister snored. She snored so bad. And like growing up, if we went on our, like family vacations and stuff, we would share a room. My, my older sister and I. And she snored so bad, I would get out the bed and wake her up just because I get, like, a good five-minute window to try to fall asleep before she falls back to sleep. Word. Because, God, it was loud. Mm. I'd be like, can you shut up? Yeah. yeah. Wake up. I mean, and then it take her five more minutes before it's back to the snoring. And I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened. Because in the back in the day, I wasn't a, I, I didn't snore. Mm. And then suddenly now I snore. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's a... Yeah. I don't know what the hell it is, but... That's funny. I mean, I fully embrace the fact that I snore. My name's Pascal. And I'm a snore. I snore. At least it's not sleep Sorry. apnea. That's just that's a scary kind of snoring. Yeah, it is you ever been around apnea. somebody like that? I mean, where you're like, wait, are you breathing? Are you, no, because they're they're not. Are it's you like dead? A, it's like five minutes of. Yeah, I got. I, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what? Yeah. Did you just die that and come super, back to life? That was super dramatic. Because that's <laughs> how yes. it is. That's how it is. It's it'll scare you. Arms up and everything. Just whoa, like they're <laughs> like they're on the roller coaster. Whoa. You sleep apnea, you know? people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, y'all yeah. die a little every yeah, night. Yeah, no, know? I got I got some friends with sleep apnea and all that, and it's it's no joke. And they gotta yeah. sleep with the 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 sleep apparatus, the the breathing apparatus. Look. Yeah, looking like Darth Vader up in this piece. But at the same time, you know that's how you gotta live, and that's how you gotta live. But you apparently you can get it. You can get surgically. You can get it surgically removed or fixed. fixed. Yeah. So, you know. Gotta have that good insurance. De- them deviated septums and right, stuff. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah. You know, and some of y'all have it because of CC. Anyway. Like everybody from the 70s, right? Because of CC. Everybody Every, from the 80s. From the 80s and 70s. Late oh, 70s, early 80s. 80s oh. and early 90s. And even now, you know what I'm saying? It's the, you know, little snort, snort. Okay. And then it turns into a little snore, snore. <laughs> Sorry. But it's kind of true. That's so weird. Y'all need to stay off that, stay off that stuff, stay y'all. Off of it. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Speaking of drugs, <laughs> oh gosh. Then no, no, no. I, 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 we got some interesting news about marijuana and boomers. Oh, okay. Later on in the in the news section, but I am very excited about today because today's a very special day. You want to know why? Yes. Tell us why. Okay. We got a very special person. That I got to sit down with a couple days ago, and I got an exclusive interview with Hall of Fame, the wizard, Ozzy Smith. So this full interview is going to be on today around 1030 a.m. So I know a lot of people are tuning in and interested in checking out that interview. So that will be airing live on this show at 1030 a.m. And trust me, this is one you don't want to miss. We really got into it. We talked about Hall of Fame stuff to baseball, to his life, what he's doing now, the whole nine. You don't want to miss this interview. And that is at 1030 a.m. today, right here on the Pascal Show. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We got Let's Talk coming up, and you you know you can you wanna you're gonna wanna sit around for this one. This is this is a good one. It's a good one.
Did I say it's a good one? It's a great one. It's a, it's a really good it's one. It's supreme. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. The Pascal Show. Hey. Turn up. We back. Time to get into it today. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It really means a lot. You know, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, it really means a lot. If it's your first time checking out all of our stuff, please go click that like button or on on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Go crush that subscribe button. It will really mean a lot. We got a lot of stuff on both pages, so please go do all that stuff. And if you are a regular fan of the show or viewer of the show, please go share. Share, baby. Share and share a lot. Share. Share with your friends, okay? Tell your people about us. It would really mean a lot. We do. We put in a lot of work into what we do Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on the Pascal Show. Yay. Anyway, it is time for Let's Talk. Now you've got to be kidding me. Oh, he needs some milk. And cookies. All right, today's Let's Talk segment or subject Kind of revolves around somebody we all know, you know, that crank that <laughs> soldier boy recently just went back onto social media after taking a few months off of social media. He just went just he went dead on the radar on social media for a few months and suddenly just popped back up with a brand new look. The whole nine. I mean, he's got colored dreads and all this kind of stuff. Really? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's I'm, crazy. I'm Googling it. And he, it's something like Draco or Draco. He's calling. He's saying like Draco is here or Draco's back oh, or whatever. Well, I you, guess it's his alter, alter ego. You know what a Draco is? No, I have no idea what that is. It's Real a gun. Braca. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was like his. No. I thought it was an alter ego or something like that. hip-hop slang <laughs> for a, a large assault weapon. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Ebonics. Yes. Gotcha. So. Thank you, because I didn't even know what that was on some real stuff. <laughs> some, right. of us, some of us, we don't know. I feel you. So here you go. You've been educated. But my question is this, all right? There's a lot of people who do take, you know, take some days off, some, some, uh, some time away from social media. What is, what are some signs that it's time for you to take a break off of social media, all right? We all have some signs out there, for show, for show. So... I'm going to throw it around the room, yo. So, Lucas in the booth, what you think, man? I want to say it's hard for me to answer because I'm kind of a ghost on social media anyway. Like, I'm there, but I'm not active, so I guess you can call it a ghost. Kind of like, you know, right in the shadows. Some signs, I don't know, because when I try to think at the top of my head, I'm like, oh, when people are fighting or something. No, that's good stuff. I like seeing people fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess when people are just kind of getting dumb, like sharing stupid stuff, just, just like, it just kind of scrolling through some pointless like articles pointless statuses pointless pictures i guess i other than that i can't really think of one i would like to hear what you guys think so i can pick it back off but as i said i'm a ghost on social media anyway so okay i guess i technically i'm on full-time break but i'm there okay okay paid vacation word word okay uh jack i know that we did put up this we did post this question on reddit and I know there's a lot of people that have commented. So what are some of the comments real quick? We're going to kind of go ba- back and forth on opinions from us and opinions in the yeah. the uh, Reddit feed. Okay, so we got uh, SC Southern Gal that said uh, when you were feeling angry and pessimistic. 
Mm-hmm. Whenever you're looking okay. on there. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, but then you have uh, Drake Haven. Uh, gave a few points and said, uh, when you feel the need to share pictures of your meal. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's a good one. You know, uh, uh, when it has you, or when you have more vir- virtual friends than real ones. Uh-huh. Word. Uh, when you check it more than once a day. What? Uh, really? That's everybody. Is, like, wait, wait. Is this, is this the same person? Same person put like four points. Oh, okay. Okay. Go through real uh, quick. And the last one, uh, if it has a negative impact on actual life. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Wow, that's a well. One, that's a really good, that's a really good comment. I agree with I'll, that. I'll say that first and foremost, for sure. Very good comment. I, I do like the, uh, the one that shocks me is when you check it more than once a day. Like, come on. That's a little bit of, eh, that's a little surprising. How many? Okay, how many times do you use the bathroom a day? <laughs> that's how many times you are probably at least. Yeah. Checking your social media because <laughs> what else is there to do in the exactly. bathroom? You got nothing else better to do. And also a lot of times and a lot of <laughs> and also a lot of times you're getting a lot of your information, a lot of the, the, the alerts, the things, if the coronavirus is right next door or something like that, you're getting a lot of that information on your phone way before you get it on TV oh, right. most sure. of the time. You know what I'm saying? This is the new idiot box. Absolutely. So unfortunately, that's just kind of how it rolls, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh Jack, what do you think on this, man? Uh, I, I, I thought it was interesting. There, someone someone actually responded to that guy's post. Oh, okay. Uh, GG Games Twenty One. They say I have no real friends. So yeah. Oh um, wow. So which is an interesting point too, because like it's easy to get a lot more people online. I think that's the goal. People want to befriend people that they find interesting and stuff like that. Yeah. So it is very easy because you have a wider uh, stretch of uh, the land, I guess, to reach across to meet new people. Uh, but uh, then in real life, where I think mainly if you had your friends in. You know, grade school, high school, college, maybe a little bit post afterwards with families and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't typically have a, you know, you might have a hundred people that you can you can know. Whereas online, you can know five hundred thousand right. people. Exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. But so I don't know. I like the points that they make. Uh, but overall, I think if you start oversharing, like relationship um, issues mm-hmm. or any type of real oversharing of your of the, oh, yeah. your real personal issues mm-hmm. uh, and so, like in soliciting advice in an argument between yourself and someone else it, and going on social media and asking for everybody else to clear it up for you mm. and I was like it's uh, you know oh I uh, my, my husband or my wife did this or oh my kids are doing this. like a lot of people go on there and share what like how they're disciplining their kids right uh, oh. and it just is a little bit this is the way that they overshare sometimes I think might be a call to pull it back a little bit. Yeah. Step back. Lean back. Yeah. Lean I back. Okay. One more. One more uh, comment on there, and then I'm going to go over to Lydia. Uh, this was a good one. They said, uh, "Refreshing the same pages over and over, and expecting new content." Bang. <laughs> that's a good one too. That yeah. Yeah. That's from insert downvotes. Yeah. So that's, that's a dead giveaway for sure. Okay. Lydia, what do you think? Um, I think that. Social media uh, is a really great tool if you um, if you like run a business or if you're in entertainment or anything like that. So I would say from that perspective, I think a good time to take a break is like to kind of like rebrand yourself. So like if you notice that you've been putting out a lot of content and maybe like your sales aren't high or your views aren't high or things aren't going the way you want to, or even if you're gearing up to release something new, sometimes it's good to take a little break to make people miss you and then you know reevaluate whatever yeah. it is that you're sharing or selling or promoting and then come back with a bang. So that's from a business perspective because I use my social media for business a lot. 
But for those of you out there who are just regular, you know, nine to fivers and you're just sharing your life, I think when social media starts to negatively affect you, I think somebody said this, Mm -hmm. if it's like, feels like a task or if like you find yourself getting upset because of what people post and you find it bothering you in real life, Mm -hmm. I think it's time to take a step back because it's supposed to just be something that's fun. You know, if it's not your work or business or you're not promoting something, you should just be on there to have a good time. And if it's annoying you or upsetting you because you're letting it become too much a part of your life, I think you need to like reassess things, take a break and get a handle on reality because um, I think we, we put too much on social media. Not literally, not physically, like we post too much. I think we put too much. We invest too much of ourselves on these platforms and it can really get in the way of like your mental space right. if you yeah. let it. So Yeah. You know, and I... I you're hitting all the things I'm, I, I, I want to say as well, but I, I do, I agree on both ends mm-hmm. on that side. What, what What's another comment? Uh, Zelen Inethia? I don't know how to say, say that one, but uh, she just said, uh, or he, when you're dead. Ah! Ah! <laughs> hey, you know. Social some, media for life, Here it baby. is. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that, is a, that is a social media pr- uh, supporter for sure. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this. The... I think it's important on, on, on so many different levels. I mean, there's there's certain things. I, there's two different sides to every to everything, right? There's a, the pro and con, right? It could be so negative, especially when, yeah, you're like one of the people said, uh, when you're getting upset about looking at, or you said this, sorry, uh, Lydia just said this, where it's like, okay, you're, when you're getting upset looking at other people's, looking at other people's lives through their IG or through their social media. But then there's also the other people who get really upset because they're not getting enough likes. They're not getting enough hits mm-hmm. on their on their posts. When those things kind of happen, especially when it has nothing to do with business. Right. If it's not a business set type thing, I can see that's just crazy. It's like, wait, okay, if, if you're using this as a almost like a photo album, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to chronicle your life because so that you can look back, you know, a couple years later and go, oh, wow, you know, I did this and, oh, this big monumental moment happened or, oh, remember when we got engaged, all that kind of stuff. That's what it's, it's supposed to be made for, right. for a reminder. But I, I understand everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be popular. Right. Everyone wants to look like they're, they're playing and, and living the lavish lifestyle. You know, they all want to have that front. But when you start going and literally, like you said as well, waking up every single day and you're just hoping for just two more followers or right. two more whatevers, and that's not your business, if it's not part of your business, that's a very, very unfortunate life that you're living. Yeah. You know, that's not fun. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Terrible, I agree. And that's not, a, that's not a life that you want to live. So I feel like that's when you should definitely be like, all right, I need time off. I need to just walk away from this because I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling kind of some type of way about how things aren't growing, or I'm trying to get to 3,000 followers on my IG and it's not happening, and blah blah blah. And it's like, well, yeah, if it's if you're doing all that work and you're still getting disgruntled, and that's not part of your business, right. then yeah, it's time to take a break. You know, if you're not if you're not a recording artist or a media personality of any sort of any sort. Yeah. You you know, you're not a lifestyle coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't no uh, IG model. 
Right. You know, with the with the bathroom fake butt shots, you know what I mean? <laughs> Photos and stuff like that. If it's, if that ain't your thing right. and you're obsessing about how you're not breaking the mold because that one selfie didn't work out or whatever. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's not. Mm, you need to take to a break. to be an influencer. Yeah, yeah, an influencer. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I get it. Yeah, you and. That's what's frustrating to me about that whole the whole thing, you know. It's it's this whole thing of, oh, uh, because he's got really great hair and bright blue eyes and and he has a great smile. Therefore, he's an influencer. Right. And it's like, what do you do? What, what are he... you influencing? Right. Just because you look good, holding a bag of chips, yeah, on your own free time. What what does that do? Oh, here's me drinking a cup of coffee, smizing. And you get three likes, like, okay, move on. I mean, like I said, if it's not your business, then, and you're obsessing about these numbers, then you need to take a break. It's bad. It's you a shelf a shelf. Because people use it as validation, and it's like, that shouldn't it's validate sad. you, you know? Likes shouldn't validate you. If you don't get any likes, like like you said, and you're not doing anything business-wise, who cares if a few people, you know, who cares if you have 100, 200, you have 200 followers and you're not even like a, uh, like a personality, that's Word. perfect. Yeah. You shouldn't have any more. I yeah. wouldn't want more than that looking at me for what? Yeah. I'm not selling you nothing. I'm not promoting anything. What are you looking at my life for? I want only my people. Trust. Looking and liking and you, commenting. You don't You don't want, you trust me, you don't want this life. You don't want this life. You because don't. On some real stuff, like even just the other day. I mean, uh, just a quick side note. You, you know, okay, and this is a side note. This is all about business, okay? okay? So if you're building your brand and you're a brand, you know, brand ambassador or you're a social marketer, X, Y, and Z, not just regular life people, all right? Regular people, that's another conversation. Brand building, when you start getting hate, hate text messages or right. like hate emails and, and, and hate messages on your on your Twitter and your all your social medias. Right. This is a complete left turn, guys. That's when it stops being I'm fun. I'm just going to say this. It, it's, <laughs> it's when it stops being fun, but that's when you know you're doing something right. I'm <laughs> sorry. The haters. That's when you start getting the haters. When you start getting the haters, it's absolutely 110% proof positive that you're doing something right. You know, yeah. that the whatever you're doing is working. But if you don't want that stuff, if you ain't about that life, man, just, you know, walk away. I'm walking away. Just walk away. Get, just be done with it. And you know, for every like ten of those haters, you got one person that has an entire wall of your face. Exactly. Throwing darts at it. <laughs> or hearts. Or hearts. Yeah. Just hoping, hoping they'll get a piece of the Let's action. A, or a piece of Lydia. You hey. never know. Hey. You never know. Dodging them. Dodging them. <laughs> Supreme. I'm telling you, it's crazy. You have to dodge these boys in these streets. Even I announced my pregnancy. Word. I post pregnant pictures of my baby bump, and dudes just like, ooh, Sad. sexy. That's so creepy. I'm like, ew. Don't get me wrong. Being being pregnant is a beautiful thing. It I'm is, not saying no, that it's creepy like it's that, but creepy bruh. Creepy though, like. Bruh. Bruh. You really about to inbox me like, ooh. What's up, though? Sexy, you got that glow. It's like, I'm ew. not about that life. Nasty. No, 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 no. That's so gross. Stay away. No. No. Nothing keeps these ah, that's flies away. Gross. That's gross. Oh, that's so gross. It is. You got to put your Venmo link in the description. <laughs> exactly. uh, or your cash app. Or your cash right. app. Like, yo. <laughs> Baby. Yeah, some close-ups of the bump. Right. 
<laughs> you want to see my belly button? You know what I mean? Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Comment down below. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear what you think about social media and when it's time for you to get off of social media. All right. This is the Pascal Show. Coming up next is Top News. We'll be right back. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It really means a lot. You know what I mean? Hey, getting grimy. Hey. Hey, getting grimy. It's top news time, y'all. Anyway, we got Tommy Boy on the phone. What's good, Tommy Boy? Hey, how you doing, Pascal? How's Chilling, everybody man. doing today? Hey, we Tom. What's, hey, Tom. What's, what's up, Android? <laughs> what's up, Android? Hey. Yeah, Android. <laughs> I'm feeling supreme today. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm feeling supreme. Attack of supreme! Okay. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, what's going on in the news today, man? All right. Well, yesterday, Harvey Weinstein was found guilty of rape and sexual assault. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, he is off to jail. He was... Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. He uh, he was taken away. He was he first stopped by the hospital. I guess he was having heart palpitations, oh, but he has been booked at Rikers Island. Yes. Wow. Yeah, That's at Rikers. He yeah. was having, he, Rikers. So he was having uh, uh, chest pains, uh, and then he yeah. was rushed. And he was recently rushed to the hospital, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, is there anything new about any news about him now? Like, is he okay or is he him did? What's going on? Uh, I haven't heard anything. There doesn't seem to be anything new. I, I I think he's probably fine. He probably was just a little panicked, would be my guess. Yeah. But said he was having heart palpitations after after the verdict. After he was uh, found guilty. Yeah, so, when he was found guilty. Yeah. That don't make anybody's yeah. heart palpitate. <laughs> yeah, he faces. He's a 67 year old man facing up to 29 years in prison on this alone. He has further charges waiting for him out in California. I know. So he's probably going to die in prison. Oh, he most definitely yeah. is. Uh, but yeah. but by the way, what is going on with him? Why is he withering away in a way? Hello? You know what I'm saying? Carlos? Oh. Stress. Stress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the, no, the, the walker and everything. The walker, the, yeah. All the theatrics that he's been doing. It, 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 and it seems like five seconds five seconds before the allegations, he was doing fine. And then all of a sudden, he's walking around <laughs> with the walker. So I'm just curious, what the heck is going on with him physically? Right. Well, he claims that he had unsuccessful back surgery. And that's uh, why he's using the walker. Unsuccessful but, back. <laughs> sorry, back surgery. <laughs> yeah, he, had, right. he, had a, yep. he had a backyotomy. <laughs> he had a backyotomy. He got that's all that money and it wasn't successful. I don't buy it. it was, and he had a walker <laughs> for it? Yeah, it's for sympathy. That's what though. The walker's for sympathy, and the withering away is because his life is falling apart. Yes. He's oh, old. And he's, I mean, stress his wife adds, left him. Stress adds years to your life. Yes. Uh, like, years. it makes you like, so he's 70, he looks 90 now. Stress yep. adds beers to your life. <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah. uh, he can't drink no beers no more. Anyway, it's gonna be it's gonna be prison wine from now on. Oh yeah, fermented urine. Nice. Yuck. Anyway, uh, yeah. So sucks to be him, but that's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get, son. Unfortunately. Yep. It is. Anyway, I what agree. else? Is, what else is going on? 
All right. Sad news yesterday. I, you know, I, I, did everybody watch the Kobe Bryant memorial? Yes. Not a dry eye in the world. In the world. Yeah. It was oh, tough. Oh, that was heavy. What's crazy that to was... me? What's crazy to me is that the nothing. Every. It, it was like internet and social media was radio silent for hours. Yeah. It was mm. insane. It was like, whoa, what is going on in the world? And it's like nothing's going on except everyone is watching. That's it. This memorial service. It was. Yep. Insane. Yeah, my whole Facebook was all watch parties of that. Yeah. The whole yeah. time, the whole timeline. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sad. But, you know, I guess they raised a lot of money for the Mamba and Mambacita Sports Foundation, the mm-hmm. tickets to the event. Yeah. So. And it was a beautiful, yeah. I think it was just beautiful. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. Very well done. Nothing shocking or weird or, you know, it was just great. Right. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I think it was good catharsis, I think. You know, mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. Yeah. For everybody. So, mm. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, <laughs> you know, Michael Jordan, of course, alluded to his uh, crying meme. I yeah, loved you know, that. That, that kind really of brought a little bit of light into the event. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if and I think that if anybody ever tries to take his photo or anything from that memorial service and tries oh, to yeah. turn it and tries to turn it into a meme, they go into hell. That is not <laughs> right. No, real talk. That is not right. That is not cool. Like they just no, need to I let agree. that situation and, and let that be a moment in time and move on. Yeah. If ever anybody takes that and turns it into a meme, they're gonna be in real trouble. I'll say that right now. Mm. Somebody no, doing it right now. Ain't nobody about mm, the internet. About that, the man. internet is undefeated, guys. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm. Unfortunately. It ain't gonna stop nobody. There's always a jerk somewhere willing to do it. Oh, he's got another one. Like it's a great right. it's a great angle. And especially Let me turn since it into he said something, something about it. Yeah. Heard of four chan before. Yeah. Right. Have you heard of 4chan? 4chan, yeah. Yeah, it's probably yeah. on there. Yeah, it probably yeah, is. Yeah, probably. Uh, what else is going on? All right. Well, uh, Katherine Johnson, the NASA mathematician portrayed by yes. Taraji P. Henson in uh, Hidden Figures, yes. died yesterday at 101. Yeah. 101 yeah. years old. Isn't that, that a beautiful? Yeah. That's a beautiful life. And what she, a life. And, of course, she contributed so much to NASA and what a movie, too, by the way. What a story. Yeah. What a story. So That's a great movie, yeah. I watched that with my folks. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate yeah. that she she uh, has left us and has crossed over. But on some real stuff, she has done so much mm-hmm. to uh, – done, she's done so much. <laughs> Period. Oh, yeah. Period. So, yeah. you know. Figured out she... the trajectory to get to the moon. Yeah. It was all about mapping out trajectories. I mean, yeah. I, I can't even begin to – Imagine what those equations must look like. I mean, my God. Yeah, you know. That's more, just incredible. More than just one chalkboard. I, I guarantee you it's probably like a oh, beautiful yeah. – I, I guarantee you it's like a beautiful mind. She was just writing on, on windows and, 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 and on walls and stuff like that, just one big old, like, equation on just everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, hey, may she rest in peace. You know, she did yeah. so much for for the country and everything and, and for space travel, which is amazing. Yeah. I you was know. reading. I was reading through her biography a bit. I didn't realize she went to college when she was fifteen. Dang, she was so yeah. dope. She was that smart. That crazy, hella, hella hella smart. But anyway, what yeah. else? Is, what else is going on, man? All right, we got a little funny news here. Uh, anybody watch the Deontay Wilder uh, Tyson Fury fight over the weekend? Oh, I didn't, oh, yeah. but I heard a lot about it. <laughs> well, did you see where Deontay Wilder came into the ring in this giant like night suit? Kind of thing. Yeah, he, I think we got a picture of it. Yeah, he 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 looked like a black Voltron. I don't know. It, it was so weird. 
It was so weird. <laughs> well, he said that he was wearing that in honor of Black History Month, but apparently the suit he was wearing weighed 40 pounds. 40 pounds. And turned his legs to jello on the entrance into the ring. Which okay. just, he's, he's claiming that's why he lost the fight, is because his legs were already out by the time he got to the ring from carrying that suit in. Give me a break. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to sit here and say, like, let, let me let me keep it real funky with you, man. Don't you do a whole bunch of road work? Don't you do a whole bunch of calisthenics? Don't you do a whole bunch of conditioning all day or a day? Walking up to a, a, a ring with 40 pounds on you shouldn't be nothing to you. So right. for him to sit there and say, oh, and then didn't you try out the outfit before you left, before you went out there for the first time? Man, stop using this as an excuse. Take the L and get the rematch that you want and call it a day. That's what yeah. I think about that situation. That's trash. That's such an yeah. excuse, man. It is. Such an excuse. Get out of here. You're conditioned. Every day you train nonstop for years for this right. one fight. You're telling me 40 pounds on your body is going to make you quote-unquote weak and turn your legs into quote-unquote jello get out of here man you just got your ass beat right that's it move yeah. on well he, he is exercising his uh rematch clause so there, there will be a rematch between the two of them well if he's exercising so. his claws he better exercise them legs too <laughs> what else is new all right uh let's see Okay, this is some silly stuff out of England. I guess uh, people are using frozen potatoes shoved up their bum. Excuse to, me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait for it. Yeah, people are using frozen potatoes shoved up their bum to treat hemorrhoids. No. And doctors are encouraging people, please do not do this. <laughs> I guess it's become kind of a home remedy for some people to cut potatoes into about french fries size parts, freeze them, and then put them up the butt in order to treat and relieve pain from hemorrhoids. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, in, what, in what country <laughs> is this happening? No, real talk. What country is this happening? This is in England. This is oh, UK. okay. That makes sense now. Never mind. Yep. Uh, I guess I guess they call hemorrhoids over there piles. I, I did not realize they called them piles over there. That sounds painful. Though. How would they take? Why? Why would they take? Why? Why a potato? They say, they, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they say the potato is slightly acidic, which helps. And then they say that the cool helps to relieve some of the pain. It's it. gotta be a that small potato. That is straight up nasty. I hope it's the little, little. <laughs> the, the little red ones. Does yeah, a I potato hope so. stay colder longer than other stuff? I don't know, but that sounds really painful. Why would anybody go? You know, I'm, I'm sputting right now. <laughs> I'm sputting. And then, and then you stick it up your butt. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds worse than the hemorrhoids. You, you know what I want to say real what quick? What the heck, Tom? God, I want to know what your search engine looks like. Your search <laughs> engine history must be unbelievable. Because, I mean, it, it, you know, it's like imagine your girlfriend or something like that just trying to go and use your, your computer. And you type, She just types in P, and it says, like, potatoes up the butt. And it's like, what? This is oh, really funny. real? <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. The advertisements yeah. the Internet chooses for you has to be great. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I get some weird ones, believe me. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> all, all part of the, all par for the course, I guess, right? You got, you get, you want another weird one here? Yes, of here, course. Here. Oh, here we go. This is a good Florida story. This is, <laughs> oh, this is the kind of thing that makes everybody happening. happy. Yeah. Uh, here's the headline. I'll just read the headline from the USA Today. Herpes carrying monkeys brought to Florida for tourism may multiply out of control. Oh my God. Wait, sorry, sorry. So there's yep. there's a monkey there's there's monkeys like the monkey in outbreak running around giving people herpes. Yeah, well, or giving other rare... monkeys herpes, or, or giving other monkeys herpes. Yes, but apparently the the, the 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 strand of herpes that they have, herpes B, can be transferred to humans, although it happens rarely. Dang, how though? Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> no, I think it's bestiality. I, I don't think so. I think Secret it's more. Secret lovers. <laughs> yeah. That's what we are. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yucky. Yeah. That's disgusting. Well, curious George, was... you curious little monkey. Okay, apparently. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. so there's this guy. There's this guy that used to have like a little tourist area in Florida where he'd take people down this, uh, I guess, river thing. And, uh, I, this was back in the 1930s, and so he thought, well, it would certainly give this more of a wildlife cruise sort of aspect if we brought rhesus monkeys over here and put them on this little island that I'm going to call Monkey Island. We'll put these six monkeys on this Monkey Island, and we go down, people will be like, oh, I feel like I'm in India or something. Hmm. Well, this guy put these six monkeys on Monkey Island, and they almost immediately swam off the island and went out into the jungle and started mating. And now they're like a thousand of these things, if not more. Like they're just exploding in numbers. Yeah. And oh they they were being brought out of the jungle and sterilized for a while. But then it got out that the government was taking them out and sterilizing them. But in some cases, then giving the monkeys to research facilities where they'd be tested on and, you know, kind of tortured in the test facilities and stuff like that. So they stopped doing that. But since they stopped doing that, I guess it's been like five or ten years, the monkey population there is just exploding. Oh, yeah, of course, because uh, so uh, these... uh, life uh, 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 finds uh, uh, a way. Uh, uh, that's crazy. That's nuts. Anyway, Tom, thank you so much for calling in. We got to go into a quick commercial break. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back with some entertainment news, some gossip and all that craziness. We'll see you in a minute. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com. Hey, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Hey, do you say All right. <laughs> you can do it all by yourself. <laughs> okay. Let's get going. Okay. Walk it out. Walk it out. Think about it. Oh, snap. Now rock, 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 rock. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. I'm done with that trash. T-Pain. T-Pizane. Anyway, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like, I, like I've always said a million times, but I'm going to say it again. Do you guys know that we have this show as a podcast? Be sure to go and check out our podcast. Just type in the Pascal Show podcast on any of the podcast streaming sites that's everything from spotify google play stitcher uh the itunes apple apple podcast app the whole nine 
Podbeam as well. We got so many, it's ridiculous. Just type in the Pascal Show podcast and it'll pop up. Go download you some episodes and get a good chuckle on while we talk crazy stuff and be crazy as well. Anyway, it's time to get into this entertainment news because there's a whole lot of stuff that's going on. There's a whole lot of stuff that happened yesterday. And, of course, we did tap on it a little bit in top news. But we we are going to be talking about a couple things in more depth here on this segment. So I'm going to throw it over to the lady in the room, Lydia Caesar. What's up, guys? Actually, I was talking about Jack next oh. to you. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looking supreme. He's looking supreme. Anyway, so what's going on today? So we'll start it out with um, what is what is I would call probably like the most the biggest breaking news, and that is that Kobe Bryant's uh, wife, Vanessa Bryant, she's filed a wrongful death lawsuit against a helicopter oh. company that um, you know took the lives of her husband and daughter, Gigi. Wow. Yeah, so it's the our company is called Island Express, and they basically, you know, they said this is a tragic accident. They're not going to have any comment on the lawsuit at the time, but she just she just sued that company. She's um, they're claiming that the aircraft should have never have been placed in the peril it was in before the accident that happened on January 26. It alleges that it, they were only allowed to fly under visual flight rules. Um, and that the conditions that day of the crash were not conducive for such flying. Basically, they're saying that the flaw, the fog was extremely low, and that the pilot was in blinding conditions before the uh, before the crash took place. So, mm. we'll see. The, and the, all, the, wow. the lawsuit also claims that the helicopter wasn't safe. Um, it doesn't say what wasn't what wasn't safe about it, but. Maybe it's uh, the basis of the claim has to do that the helicopter wasn't certified to fly in bad weather. Yes. So. You know what? I'm going to say damn right. Yeah. I, I Because it, it, the whole situation all happened because they made a decision to take off. Yeah. And they shouldn't have t- taken off. Right. Yeah. Period. Under any of those circumstances, under any of those crazy conditions, mm. that pilot and that company, that the person that runs that company or whoever – should have said no. Let's just keep. Let's stay grounded. Hey, take an Uber or something. You know what I mean? Or here's another. Take a limo. Take a take a taxi. Whatever it is. Yeah. There could have been other options other than what they did, and right. that's what's so frustrating about this situation. So damn right that she's suing them. Damn right. It's scary to me because something similar was brought to light after Aaliyah's um, crash too. They said that like. The plane was overloaded. Absolutely overloaded. They should have made two trips. And they should have made two trips. And it's just like, I don't know, it just makes me think, like, I don't understand why the why take the risk. I couldn't agree more. And what's... It's not, I can't, I just can't fathom. It can't be, like, about money because Kobe Bryant flies and always traveled by helicopter. So it's not like he wouldn't be back yeah. with more business. Like maybe, I, Well, maybe it was pressure from... Aaliyah, pressure from Kobe saying, no, let's go. Let's go. I, I want right, to get, they I did get say there. That. They did say that about yeah. the Aaliyah crash. They said that, that they wanted, they demanded, like, they all had to be back by a certain time. And But got, even yeah. still, you have to, as the professional, right? you know, you have to say, like, I know there's been many times where I've been sitting on the runway annoyed. I'm in the runway for two hours. Yeah, They're like, figuring something out. Come on, come on, come I'm on. I'm like, come on. I have to be somewhere. My sister's getting married or whatever it is. Right. Or, hey, we are not going to sit there and say that we're going to be somewhere and then show, say that we're not, which obviously shows what kind of character and what kind of person Kobe Bryant was, too. Right. But at the same time, it's, 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 it's like, you know what? They should have 
the the company and the pilot should have been like, "Yo, no, 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 no. we we gotta, we're gonna, no, like, hey, we'll we'll find you, we'll we'll get you a a, a personal, uh, you know, truck or whatever, you know, one of those, uh, what's the thing, a suburban or something like that, a big old truck or or jeep or something like that to SUV to get you." Where to get you to where be. you need to be, yeah, you might be stuck in traffic for a little bit, but hey, you know, it's better than taking off and flying. So right. they should, uh, they should have, a hundred and ten percent, without a shadow of a doubt, grounded that helicopter without even right. thinking twice. They should have, yeah. and they did not. So the fact that Vanessa Bryant is actually doing that, yeah. Yeah. Sue the hell out of them. You know, Sue the pants off of them, girl. For real. And it's interesting Damn. how part of the lawsuit is for like. For like pain and suffering of of them, like for fear of what they would have been had to go through uh-huh. during like the last moments. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of these lawsuits are about like pain and suffering, yeah. and so of course her her like the, it says the suit seeks damages for loss of love, affection, care, society, and service, comfort, support, right to support, companionship, solace, or moral support. You know you have to put all these different things, um, especially things that are like that you can't put a financial cap on when it yeah. comes to uh you know lawsuits because you never know how much you're going to get and for what what's going to stand right. and one of the things in there is like imagine those last moments yeah what they went through the fear do, that they had to experience do you want to know something it's interesting because i had a i had a conversation with uh shout out to ray lewis uh nfl hall of famer ray lewis this mm-hmm. is funny that i actually had this conversation with him about this but he said something that really shook me to the core and this is a this is a random and very graphic detail about the actual crash okay. site. Okay. But when they found when they found Kobe and Gigi or Gianna, they said that their bones were infused with each other. I heard that. Why? Too. He was because he was her. holding her yes. as it went down. And what oh man, I'm getting emotional now. Wow, that just got me choked up. But what's so messed up is that it it just it, it irks my soul, like it angers me so much that that situation happened to to those people, and and the fact that even in his last dying breath, mm-hmm. he was still holding on to the thing that he loves, one of the things that he loves the most. Right. And it's it's such a tragic thing. Yeah. Just just the way it was. The way it all just went the down. way it all went down, and man, this is this. I would hope, and I would pray, that every single type of transportation that is airborne looks into this situation and starts doing things the right way. Right, because there's too many stories of private planes and private, you know, transportation type of vehicles or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Falling out of the sky. Right. You know? Yeah. And this kind of stuff needs to just start. We need to start getting smarter with things. Yeah. And and you can't use the demand of the rich client as the as the blame. I'm no. sure. I'm sure. Let, I'm, let him fire you. Then. Yeah. I'm sure if many of us knew the reasons why we were sitting on the plane for two hours and not taking off or being de- being disembarked or whatever, we would be like, well, OK. Yeah. Right. You know, sure. if they could really show us the ins and outs. Well, this is what could have happened. No problem. Right. It's I'll like, wait hey, till tomorrow. It's like there's zero <laughs> visibility up there. Right. Do you want to die? That's right. it. That's all you need to say. And it's like. No, you know what? Fine. I'll or it's like, it. you know, or it's like, you know what? Fire. Fire me then. 
because I'm not about to put myself in jeopardy. I'm not trying to put myself in jeopardy at all. I'm not trying to die. Right. And I don't want to put you in jeopardy either. Right. So I'm going to ground this helicopter, no matter how much you're stomping your feet and throwing a tantrum. Right. Not saying that Kobe was doing that. Right. But, but at the same time, it's like no matter how pressed they are with time or for time, it's like, no, nah, man. I'd rather you arrive alive than arri- have you crash and burn. Right. You know what I'm saying? So sure. going back to the whole lawsuit thing, I'm, 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 yeah, she should definitely, most definitely yeah. uh, sue them. But I'm wondering how much she's suing them for. It's not stated. Oh, it's not stated. Specifically, it says that there's that, you know, it's not public. She might be just reprimanding them just to, to have real. them teach, teach them a Absolutely. lesson. Absolutely. Real talk. Because it's she definitely might not, not about. She got more money than she needs. Right. But it's, you know to, set a, it's to set an example, basically to make an example. Exactly. And I think that's important. Because that's what a lot of people were like, what is she suing for? She got money. And it's like. Suing no. is not always about the money. She's trying to teach everybody a lesson right. real quick. If the on company like, was wrong. This type of stuff needs to stop. Period. Right. Period. For real. Obviously, man, it, it, and it, I don't mean to get so ang- like so amped, but I mean, just imagine if it was yourself or your 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 own mm-hmm. loved one, your own father, you know, or your own husband, whatever. Yeah. It's just like that stuff just really nah, and all just those ir- families angers me, man. You know, I hopefully there, I would love, I would, hopefully the other families are like filing suit as well because there's you know those other families don't have as I mean I'm sure they have money but not as much as Kobe you know and there's one family that have lost both mom and dad and a sibling so now you're just two children in this world alone y'all need to be getting a piece of whatever is being paid out as well um, because it wasn't just Kobe and them in that plane you know three families were so heavily affected Yeah. so yeah hopefully everything goes well with that suits and they get what is owed to them yeah I'm I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping a lesson is going to be learned here and 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 we're going to be able to move on from it. Even if she wins, maybe she takes that money or whatever that lawsuit, whatever the number is, and she puts it towards a foundation or towards the Mamba Mamba Foundation or something like that. Just yeah. put it towards something, mm-hmm. you know, uh that isn't something that for, for own financial gain or for her own financial right. personal financial uh Need, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what else is going on? So let's. Do you, do you want to segue into this whole unto uh, the uh, service? Just because we're on this, we're here. Well, yeah, we can. Well, let's do it. Let's okay. do it. it uh, so we can get back out of this, out of the funk, out of this funk. So let's get into this funk. So obviously, the the memorial service, the a celebration of life for. Uh, Kobe and Gianna was yesterday, and like we said earlier, not a dry eye was in. This world, okay? (laughs) Right. Literally everything, social media, everything. The internet literally shut down. Everyone was quiet because they were watching this amazing and beautiful ceremony um, in just a celebration of both of their lives. And it was such a moving piece. I know a lot of people were just emotionally exhausted Mm -hmm. after this. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that was really amazing and and of course touching and heart-wrenching was hearing again hearing Vanessa Bryant speak about her husband Kobe Bryant we have a little bit of a clip here it is Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court the greatest of all time a writer an Oscar winner and the black mamba but to me he was Kobe Kobe my boo-boo my baby my papi chulo. I was his VB, his principessa, 
his reina, his queen mama, mamba, and his viski maniski fabuliski. <laughs> I couldn't see him as a celebrity, nor just an incredible basketball player. He was my sweet husband and the beautiful father of our children. He was mine. He was my everything. Kobe and I have been together since I was 17 and a half years old. I was his first girlfriend, his first love, his wife, his best friend, his confidant, and his protector. He was the most amazing husband. Kobe loved me more than I could ever express or put into words. He was the early bird and I was the night owl. I was fire and he was ice and vice versa at times. We balanced each other out. He would do anything for me. I have no idea how I deserved a man that loved and wanted me more than Kobe. He was thoughtful and wrote the best love letters and cards. And Gigi had his wonderful ability to express her feelings into paper and make you feel her love through her words. She was thoughtful like him. They were so easy to love. Everyone naturally gravitated towards them. They were funny, happy, silly, and they loved life. They were so full of joy and adventure. God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. Yeah. I, I have to say that the speech goes on, obviously, yeah. but it's it's heart-wrenching. And obviously, even though this happened last month, mm-hmm. you know, that feels like it still happened yesterday right. for a lot of people, especially for, for Vanessa Bryant. And, uh, of course, I just want to extend my prayers, thoughts to... Vanessa, <laughs> right? you know, I can only imagine what kind of things she's going through right now mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but it, her speech was very beautiful and very well done. And she said a lot of stuff about Kobe. She said a lot of stuff about Gigi mm-hmm. and man, you know, this is, uh, of course, a, a terrible, terrible situation. And I, I can't, I, I don't know what else to say yeah. more, but you know, we may he rest. May they both. May they all. All the victims of that helicopter crash rest in rest peace, in peace yeah. for sure. Because, um, yeah, it, it, uh, gone too soon. Yeah, in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And you, you can know? just see, you can feel the energy in the room. Like everybody was really just. It was just, it was definitely a celebration of of his life. You know, and as they as the camera just panned around the room, I remember seeing like. J-Lo, she was like sobbing like yeah. every time every time you saw somebody else's face it just made you cry as well um but i, I think shaq gave a really great speech mm-hmm. his speech was really at like like i feel like it brought some light you know lightheartedness to it i loved hearing like their memories of him you know they're telling yeah. stories and stuff like that because that's what a memorial should be it's gonna be sad of course but you want to have those light moments the ones like like michael jordan brought into play you know yeah you know, teasing himself and just even him sharing his 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 thoughts and, and you know, how people would have thought they would have been fierce competitors. But he was like they were friends. Yeah, that was his little brother, 
You know what I mean? Um, so just seeing them outside of that, we're always seeing them as like these guys who are competing against each yeah. other. Yeah, hating and, and, yeah. and nothing but just animosity. Yeah. And, they're, and they're just, you know, good guys and villains and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And it's like really. Seeing them in this no, space. Was... They, yeah, they, you know, when it comes to somebody's life, you know, it's more than just basketball. More than it's, that. It's yeah. more than just playing on a court, yeah. you know, it's, it's life, you know, it was um, great to see that. Yeah. I think that helped really help lighten the mood. Um, Beyonce sang, yes, sang the house which, down, which was a beautiful piece. She killed it. She sang his, one of his favorite songs, which was, uh, XO. That's yeah. apparently was Kobe's like one of his, one of his jams. Yeah. So she did that. And then she also did halo. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. With the choir. And it was really, really nice. I could just see even Vanessa Bryant's face. She seemed like she was really happy with that. Yeah. At, 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 you know, at the end. It was, yeah. Like I said, not a dry eye in the world. Yeah. Everybody was glued to their phones or uh-huh. to the TV watching yeah. this event. And uh, like I said, it was just heart-wrenching. It was really hard to, uh, to watch. Really hard to watch. But they sent them home sure. beautifully. L.A. came out. <clears throat> that yes. place was packed outside. They showed footage of outside. Yeah. It was packed. They showed up, showed out. They showed up for their boy and yeah. his baby girl. And Damn I right. think that's. It's a beautiful thing. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, this is all we have is what did you leave here? And I, it's obvious he left such a mark on this world. Such a legacy. Yeah. And so. I hope that people start to use this moment, this thing that just that happened and try to do try to approach things differently in their lives, because obviously we only have one life. Allegedly, we only have one life to right. live. You know, Yolo. we got to we got to use this to the best of our ability and get this right and do this right. And uh you know, it's more than just social media posts and, and bathroom pics and stuff like that. It's it's what you bring and put on put on this planet, what you leave, what kind of legacy do you want to leave for your loved ones to remember you by? You know, it's not just, oh, that person just really took some really nice photos back in the day. You know, it's it's more than that. Right. You know, it's showing it's being more human. Yeah. You know, it's being beyond human. And that was definitely what Kobe Bryant really uh, stood for, yeah. you know, and uh, and he, what he was bringing as far as like raising his daughter to be like as well, which yes. would have been amazing to see what she could have brought Man. to du- the, the the WNBA. She was really even, you know, good. Whew. Yeah, she amazing. was amazing. She was amazing. But hey, you know, that's hopefully somebody out there is inspired by her her legacy and, and her hard work and are able to pick up that. Mambasita mentality and be able to carry it on onto the WNBA court as well. So anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, it's it's an exclusive interview with Ozzy Smith. Woo! I need to pick me up. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is the Pascal Show. Anyway, let's get into it. All right. So just the other day, I got an opportunity to sit down with Hall of Famer, St. Louis Cardinals' very own Ozzy Smith. All right. We were over at a high school. Uh, They are the Lafayette High School. I got a chance to sit down with him right before we did an event for a uh, Black History Month. 
all right, where we got to do a full panel and he got to be interviewed by some of the and he got to be interviewed and he got to ask get questions asked from the high school students themselves live on stage. So this is a really, really great interview. We talked about everything from Hall of Fame to baseball to his uh, experience with with Kobe and his thoughts on it as well. And uh, it's just a really wonderful piece where he also talks about what black history means to him. So here's the interview, and I hope you enjoy it. Take a look. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Pascal. I'm here at Lafayette High School, and I'm sitting down with the Hall of Fame, the man, Mr. Oz himself, Ozzy Smith. What's up, man? Pascal, how you doing, man? I'm very good. Look like things are going good. Oh, you know, like I said, I just found this crumpled up in the in the corner of my 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 house, and I just you know, it's amazing what you can do with an iron. You know what I mean? You worked it out. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) So how things going? Things are going good. Uh, Just got back from spring training and um, had a lot of fun down there. It was good to get away from this cold weather for a while and, uh, and stuff. So. I'm back here for a program today at uh, Lafayette High School. Yeah, um, so I know that. Well, let's go. Let's talk about this spring training thing. Mm-hmm. So, why did you go down to spring training in the first place? Well, you know, uh, try and lend some expertise and 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 knowledge to the young guys um, uh, that they have in the organization. And I've been doing that for the last ten years now. You know, so uh, this was the week to do that. So I got a chance to get out of this cold and uh, yeah. and swing the golf clubs a little bit. Oh, okay. So you uh, are you decent at golf, or I'm is decent. like I'm decent. You're still I'm learning. Getting, I'm learning, getting better. Okay. Um, you know, as an athlete, um, especially baseball player, you know, you you figure it out. We call it digging it out of the dirt. You know, so <laughs> I'm still digging it out of the dirt. Oh, you're still digging it out of the dirt. I think the last time we sat down, you were telling me about your golfing skills. I mean, that was mm-hmm. like two years ago. Yeah. And so hopefully you're still, like, you're starting to dig out the dirt, dig out of the oh, dirt yeah. a little well, bit less know, now? It's on, it's ongoing because you, it's, a, it's a sport you'll never master. Yeah. But you want to get to a point that when you do play in tournaments that uh, you're decent and you don't embarrass yourself. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, trust me, I couldn't. You give me a golf club, I wouldn't even know what to do with it. I'd be like, is this an iPhone? I don't, I don't know. Does it, does it call my mom? Something like that. But uh, so you're here today. For this wonderful event, tell me what you're here for. Well, uh, my niece uh, attends Lafayette High School here, and uh, she came home and she said that they didn't have a uh, Black History program here. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my fiance said, "Hey, what are you going to do about it?" You know. So uh, uh, Clarice went to work and she put together a program, and of course, um, she figured out that you know maybe somebody'd be interested in, <laughs> yeah. in sitting down and talking to her uncle. So here I am. Wow. Well. Yeah. Uh, y- you're a really good uncle. Well, you know, I, I try to be. Um, you know, it's never easy when you're raising kids and stuff. And unfortunately, you know, um, uh, my sister, we lost two and a half years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Clarice and uh, her sister Amber both uh, live with me now. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm in that father role. Now. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. you see her every day now. Every day. Every but that's day. a blessing. That's really... It is a blessing to be able to, to, um, to help them out and... You know, it's it, uh, it. It really does take a village, and uh, I get yeah. help from my from my son, from my brothers, mm. and everybody. So we're all pitching in and yeah. and stuff because that's never an easy, uh, easy. It's never easy when you lose a parent, and um, so they've had their challenges, but yeah. we do the best we can to 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 ease it, make it a little bit easier for them. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me, you know, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's February. Yeah. Black History Month. 
So what does Black History Month mean to you? Well, Black History Month, um, we say month, but you make history every day. Right. And, you know, we were fortunate enough for, for, for me anyway, April 15, 1947, when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, it afforded me and other African-American players the opportunity to do something that we love doing and get paid to do it. Right. You know, so, um, you know, uh, we have to give thanks and praise to people like Jackie, who may not have necessarily been the, the greatest player, mm -hmm. but he was right. He was the right one for the situation. You know, he had the right demeanor, right temp, uh, uh, temperament to uh, to be able to endure all the things that uh, African-American players had to do b before he broke the uh, color barrier in 47. Yeah. Now, did you see any difference uh, for you? Did you see any adversity when you were joining the league? Well, let me say this here. You know, I don't think any of us had to endure what a pioneer has to endure. Absolutely. You know, so um, I, I, the things that I had to deal with, there was no comparison to the things that he had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I never try and get in a conversation where I try and say that it was so bad for, for me, as bad as, yeah. as, as things were, were bad. And they, they, weren't, they weren't that bad. There weren't things that I couldn't deal with. And, and stuff, but the, the real hero here was Jackie Robinson and, and the, the stuff that he had to deal with to get to the point. And not only that, I think it was the people that gave him the opportunity, people like Branch Rickey, yeah. who um, believed in, that he was the one and, and knew that he would be the one that could, could move this thing forward. Yeah. Well, what is, what, what's one thing that you feel that you contributed to the art of baseball? Well, yourself, just just on your end. Well, you know, here again, I I think one of the most important things, and it's the thing that I tell young kids today, is that um, your work ethic, you know, your work ethic is very very important. You know, I had a, um, um, I had the teachings. I had people who taught me that, and it was the same lesson. It was that you want to be the first in and last out. Right. You, you you want to be on time. If if you're supposed to be here at eight o'clock, if you're not there at seven forty-five, you're late. You know, so uh, making sure that yeah. every day that you go out there, that you uh, you leave everything out there, knowing that you did the very best that you could do that day. Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then there's there's nothing else that you can do. And I think yeah. that that starts that starts in not wanting not cheating yourself, mm -hmm. and then not cheating yourself. You don't you don't cheat people that come to to see you perform every day. Absolutely. You know that's. It's so true because that that actually makes me think of Kobe Bryant, mm -hmm. for example. Uh, you know, obviously he just tragically passed a few weeks past. Um, did did that strike a chord in you? Did that, well, I mean, did that strikes, affect you in any I, type I of way? It, it, it strikes a chord in all of us. It, I, I think it proves that how tomorrow's not promised to you. Yeah. You know, you, you never know, and it makes you question whether or not the assignment was complete. His, his assignment was complete because sometimes when when people are taken at a young age, you say to yourself, it makes you think about whether or not somebody was here before. You know, yeah. you talk about, uh, we talk about the afterlife a lot, but whether or not the person was here before and and through this, what appeared to be a short period of time for us, may have been a, a, a much longer period for him yeah. uh, leaving this earth at, at, at what we consider a very young age. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's such a, it's a sad thing yeah, and, for everybody, and yeah. I think that you know we live in a in an era where social media is so big, yeah, and people go worldwide. and And Kobe was certainly one of those people that I think that became 
a worldwide icon because mm -hmm. of the social media um, aspect of things now, and uh, so much different than it was when, when when I was growing up. Yeah, you know, I do have to ask this, and this might be a little off color, but I'm going to ask it mm -hmm. anyway. Do you think that his legacy would be as legendary if he had lived a longer life? Well, or is it know, the way he passed that it, makes him more well, no, iconic? I, I, I think that he was, um, he was in, the, in what we would consider the, the second half of his life. He mm. was re recreating himself in another. He's, he's taken the, the platform that he was given yeah. and now using that platform to build something bigger and better. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that was all part of what the, the emotion that goes into um, losing somebody like that. And I think that's why you've seen so many, so many people talk about yeah. how much it hurt, you know, because we were just starting to see, uh, see him do it in another vein. You know, right. he, did, he, he became great at the sport, but now he's working on becoming great away from that sport. Right. And 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 uh, I, I think everybody wanted to see exactly how that was going to play out, but yeah. uh, unfortunately, we we're not going to see that. Yeah. Now I know that you obviously were on the platform of baseball. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Kobe, you mm -hmm. know, you, you did your, you put your stamp. Mm -hmm. You know, you made your name in baseball. Mm -hmm. But now you've gone and moved on to another platform as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, can you tell me a little bit more about this uh, Ozzy Smith IMAC regenerative? Yeah. Center. What, well, what what's that is, all about more? You know, I'm a baby boomer. So as a baby boomer, we're, we're fighting age. Oh, so you're a know? boomer. I'm a boomer. You just called yourself a boomer. A boomer. A boomer. A boomer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, so we're fighting aging and, yeah. and stuff. And uh, I've always done that. I've always worked extremely hard in the off season to try and make myself better. Mm. Uh, you know, trying to eat healthy and live longer. Right. I don't always do that, but yeah. anyway. Don't tell me you're know, vegan now. No, I'm like, not a we vegan. We would have to shut no, off all the mics, no, no, all the cameras, no, like not, show the I'm over. not a vegan. Okay. No, 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 I ain't talking <laughs> vegan. No, I, you know, you, you work out so that you can, you can enjoy some of those guilty pleasures, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. uh, I've never had to be, um, I've never been one of those people that had it. A certain diet, you know. I could eat yeah. anything I want because I know that I'm going to work it off. Yeah. Well, you got those freakish genetics. I mean, well, come on you now. know what you still got to work though. There's, a, you know, some blood, yeah. some sweat, and some tears. <laughs> you know, you still got to get out there and do it. And I still work out three days a week. Right. I have a young trainer who doesn't understand that I'm an old man, and you can't beat up on the old man. Right. But he does. But but that's what he gets paid to that's, do. That's right. right. That's, I don't know why I pay him to do it, but I do. <laughs> but um, no, it's just. Um, you know, it's just working hard to try and, and, and maintain and, and, and keep yourself in, in decent shape. And, um, you know, I want my niece and my family to be proud of me. Right. And, and I want to age gracefully. Right. And, and mm -hmm. so I continue to work at it. Now, the IMAC Regeneration Center we were talking about, it's, uh, IMAC stands for Integrated Medicine and Chiropractic. Mm -hmm. I met some guys down in Paducah, Kentucky about seven years ago. Um, he told me that he could really help me with my shoulder. I went down there and um, got some PRP, which is uh, um, platelet-rich plasma, and where you you would take it. And they've been doing this in Europe for years. Mm -hmm. And they you'd spend the blood and the platelets that you get out, you shoot back into the area to uh, promote healing. Oh wow! Okay. So I did that. So we do that there. We do stem cell there. We do rehab there. Uh, and of course, the chiropractic. And I, my name is on the place, but it's all about the people um, that work there. And it's about giving people an alternative. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who are aging, especially baby boomers, who 
uh, can't go under the knife, don't want to go under the knife. Right. And this gives them a, a great alternative and uh, and stuff. So I'm very proud of that. That's going very well. And we have like um, uh, seven stores now, you know, uh, oh, wow. uh, around the country. And it, it's uh, it, it's been fun uh, allowing people or, or feeling that you're giving people their lives back. And for some people, the thing that they're looking for is just to be able to get out of a wheelchair right. and, 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 and walk and because a lot of people lose their independence. Yeah. And it's about giving people their independence back. Absolutely. Now, can you still do a backflip? Not intentionally. Okay. <laughs> Bullets go, you just backflip, no problem. Yeah. Right. Matrix. Well, you know, when I, when I was young, it was easy. But, uh, you know, as I've gotten older, uh, 2002 was my last one, and I realized that the mind say you can but the body says, no, 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 no. 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 It's like, oh, nope. you're going to sit right down. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I got to ask you, in regards to being a Hall of Famer, mm -hmm. what was it like when you received the information, the news? When you received the news that you became, that you were going to be a Hall of Famer, yeah, what did say, it feel let like? Let me say, Pastor. Did you pop a whole lot of champagne? Like, no, what? no, no. It, it wasn't that, you know, because I think that for for me anyway, growing up in South Central Los Angeles, I had the goal. My my goal, my goal mm. always was to be the very best, whatever it was. And, and I learned this from my mom. Whatever it was that I chose to do in my life, I wanted to be the very best that I could be mm -hmm. at that. And so, um, never getting drafted out of high school was was um, a little disappointing, uh, but I played with a guy by the name of Eddie Murray who went into the Hall of Fame the year after I did. Um, but when they come to a high school, they don't come to see a 150-pound shortstop. You know, they come to see the guy who can bomb at both right. ways, and Eddie was that player. And Eddie got drafted in 1973, and I had to take a different route to the big leagues, and I tell kids this all the time. Um, and this will probably be part of the story that I tell out there. You yeah. know, most people think that... Um, when you make it to the big leagues, you were a bonus baby. I wasn't one of those bonus babies. I had to go to, uh, after my after I played in school, um, after our, our um, schedule was over, mm -hmm. we went to places like, for me, it was Clarinda, Iowa, where you continue to, to, to try and hone your skills and stuff. And um, 1976, I get drafted by the Detroit Tigers. And the Detroit Tigers offered me $8,500. So I finished three years of my schooling, and I told my mom I was going to get my education. So I, I went back to them, and I said, if you give me another $1,500, you know, I'll, I'll sign. Wait, so $8,500, so ten, so ten grand. You asked for ten grand. I was asking for ten grand. Per month? No, no, as a signing bonus. Oh, okay. As a signing like, wow. bonus, right. yeah. So... Um, they said that they didn't have it in the budget. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school in hopes of getting drafted again my senior year, which I did by the San Diego Padres, and then being the b good businessman that I am, I signed for $5,000 and a bus ticket to Walla Walla, Washington, where I started my professional career. Wow. Yeah. It's funny so, how it goes. How it goes. How you know? it goes. So people take a different route to the big leagues, and I certainly had to take a different route to the big leagues. Right, but then you made it to the big leagues, but mm -hmm. then what was it, the thing that made you really stand out? You know, because obviously here again, that work ethic, knowing that I was only going to get out of something what I put in. If I didn't put anything in, I didn't expect anything in return. So in other so, words, you didn't phone any anything in. You just went in and did anything. And I had to do my work every day. I knew I had to do my work every day. And when you're a smaller guy that doesn't necessarily hit home runs and, mm -hmm. and uh, drive the ball out of the ballpark, the things you do, you got to do extraordinarily well. So uh, hamstring, hamstring. 
uh, handspring backflip type of thing well, is just that, that really that, where did that come from that really came like that from, just that every, seems like it just came out of nowhere you know, and well, of course it was something that you did every opening kid, season every a, opening as season a, as a kid growing up in southern california i lived across the street from a wood factory well well they built pallets mm. and so there was always plenty of sawdust so as a kid there was always dare i, I dare you i bet you can't do that yeah. You know, so to prove that I could, you know, um, um, I learned to tumble in the sawdust. And then on Thursdays, we went to Family Fun Center where it, they had in-ground trampolines. And that's really kind of where I learned to tumble. And then uh, when cool. I got to the big leagues in 1978, um, we had to run two miles after we finished working out, which I wasn't a big fan of running. I don't you know, know what you're talking about. That's, just, that sounds like bliss. Oh, man. I'm yeah. totally lying. Yeah, that's right. terrible. <laughs> At two miles, uh, I, you know, I... I I could sprint, but I didn't long distances was yeah. not my thing. I wasn't a cross country guy, but Gene Tennis, who was a teammate, um, um, Dave Winfield, Gaylord Perry, they gave me a hard time about being the young guy and being at the back of the pack. Mm-hmm. So to show them that I still had a little left, I did my round off backflip, which I had giant leaps at that at yeah. that time. I could get you up. definitely catch a mare. I get some air. Oh yeah, and uh, I did it. And then uh, Gene had some girls that were in the gymnastics. So he wanted me to show them during the course of the season that I could do that, and uh, we were never able to do it during the course of the season. So uh, the final day of the season, which was Fan Appreciation Day, mm-hmm. um, he and the PR guy thought it would be a good idea for me to do it going out to my position, which I did, and uh, people liked it so much they asked me to do it opening day the following year, and yeah. lo and behold. Yeah, now it's, now it's a legendary it's thing. It's a legendary thing. People yeah. thought I did it every day. I didn't do it every day. I did it. The opening day and the final day of the season. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Leave yeah. for joy because it's starting. Sorry. Leave for joy because it's over. over. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Oh, one last question. One yeah. last question for you. Now, I know that Pete Rose has been trying to petition, trying to get his mm-hmm. name inducted into the Hall of Fame and everything. Uh, what are your your thoughts and uh, what are your thoughts in regards to just someone who? cheats in, in a sport well, um, or that's know, known for cheating in well, a sport. We're going through, we're going through a thing here now. Mm-hmm. I, when we say cheating, uh, Pete was, it was gambling. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, on the, on the back of every locker room, um, before you go on the field, on the, on the door leading out to the field, it said there's no gambling in baseball. And Pete broke that rule. Um, it's, it, I personally, I think Pete has paid his debt to society because what Pete was able to accomplish on the baseball field was unparalleled. Yeah. And in, and in light of what's happening today, um, the fact that you, the, the, the Houston Astros have had this, um, this, this cheating scandal, and, I, and I, I know that they just want to get through this year. You know, they want right. to get this thing over with and, and put it behind them as soon as possible. Real challenge for Dusty Baker coming in. But that's something that they've got to deal with all year. Now, Pete, uh, also there's, there's guys that have been associated with steroids that yeah. are in the Hall of Fame now. Do so, you think that they should be taken out? Well, it's hard now. You know, that, that, uh, that bell's been rung. It's hard to unring, uh, unring it. So uh, moving forward, I think that, that you, can, uh, you can control the things going forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a personal standpoint, I think he's paid his debt to society, and uh, he deserves a, a, a spot in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So one last thing before you go. Um, first, I wanted to say thank you. Oh, thank you. Because obviously, you know, yeah. it's the third time that we've sat down mm-hmm. together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
But I wanted to ask you something uh, for all the kids, all those hopefuls that are out there mm -hmm. that are wanting to get into the sport of baseball, mm -hmm. um, especially that, that one, you know, black kid out there that's tumbling in sawdust mm -hmm. and all that. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that kid right now in regards to pursuing their dream? Well, no, here, here again, don't let anybody um, stop you from pursuing your dream, um, knowing, as I said earlier, that you're only going to get out of something what you put in. Yeah. If you put nothing in, you shouldn't expect anything in return. So no success comes without some blood, some sweat, and some tears. And uh, without that, you, you shouldn't expect any, any success at all, you know. So work hard, no matter what it is that you choose to do in your life. Uh, you do those things, and uh, nine times out of ten, ten, things will work out right. Right. And you can get out of anything with a backflip. That's right. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. All right, fine, Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes. Welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I, you know, first I want to say real quick, I am so appreciative of Yolanda Lankford because without her, that interview and that opportunity would not have happened. That interview with Ozzy Smith really meant a lot, and so huge shout-out to Yolanda. It really meant a lot to sit down with him again. It's been a couple years since I've actually sat down with him. So being able to sit down with him and, and rap with him and just kind of talk to him about all kinds of stuff, having the time to sit down with him is a really tough one. Like just getting, just getting a, a 20 minutes to rap with him real quick was like trying to find – like trying to – squeeze I don't know trying to find a needle in a haystack kind of thing you know what I mean mm -hmm. so the fact that she was able to make that happen meant the world to me so huge shout out to Yolanda and huge shout out to Lafayette High School for facilitating the 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 the, the office for us to be able to sit down and and rap with him then and like I said really great conversation he's such a good dude like he's such a really such a good dude man and so uh, I'm really blessed to uh, have the opportunity to sit down with him again and rap with him again. No big deal. He's just, he's just one of he's just he's one, Smith. He's just like one of my like my childhood hero. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. He was the, literally he was the one who made me really want to get into gymnastics when I was a kid. I wasn't any good at it, but I was like, man, I want to do backflip like him. I could never achieve a backflip. I never Ever. Even tried. It's hard. <laughs> I used to do gymnastics. I used to compete in everything. Yeah. And I used to be good. I could do back flips and front flips. Now I can, I can do a cartwheel. You could tumble. I I used to be able to. Damn. Yeah. I used to tumble and I used to be able to do like flips on the balance beam and everything. Damn. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was uh, sh uh, fourteen was my last year doing that. Fourteen years of age. You know what? Real quick, explain <laughs> this. Explain this to me. Why do they do this stuff? Why do they do the? Uh, I don't know. It's and it's so it's protocol weird. <laughs> like why all that and weird jerky well, you know, weird movements? Why not just of, make it nice and flowy and because stuff? Because it's a part of lines. Gymnastics is about creating lines. So when you just have your hands straight out, when you have them straight up, it really like that's how you want your body to be, especially. When you transform, when you uh, go from the floor to the beam, everything, the lines have to be perfect. Ah. Perfectly straight or else mm. you'll fall off the door. I mean, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So that's really 
the best way the best way I could explain it is it's a very it's about creating lines with your body. And so that's why the moves are not, it's not so dancey. You know what I mean? It's not as fluid. It's a little bit more choppy when, at least those little hand things, I know it's weird. Super duper confused on some real stuff. I didn't know what was going on or why. And and it was just like, you know, just seeing those movements and it's so jerky and weird looking. So I'm just like, that makes no sense, man. (laughs) That makes no sense. You know what I mean? What are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway. Like <laughs> I was actually a beast on on uh, diving on the diving board, and I was a beast on the trampoline. But as far as like tumbling and stuff, that was just not my stilo. I could do a mean somersault. Yeah, I could roll on the ground <laughs> when I'm on a, fire. A tumble. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll your ass. Yeah, I can probably I can do probably a cartwheel still, maybe a round off. I might be able to do a walkover. I mean, I can't do any of those things right now. Mm, yeah. Currently. Prego. So Prego. We'll, we'll see what happens in July. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, like, hopefully I never lose any of that stuff. Prego. <laughs> Prego. 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 <laughs> Andiamo. Prego. Oh oh, it's Italian. It's Italian. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shout out to Kobe. Shout Italian. out to Kobe. You know, he lived in Italy. Mm. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's we- why he was, he knew all that. That's, he was bilingual. That dude was so talented. Anyway, I'm, so I'm going to move some, on from that. that. That just made me think about this news bit of news that I have. Um, Ooh. It, it, it's about Italy in a sense. Oh, is it, does it have to do with the yeah. virus? The virus. The that beer is, virus? Yeah, which is, you know, it's interesting. They, um, I was just listening yesterday on the news, and they were saying that in China, the coronavirus is has peaked, and it's now coming down. Hmm. Mm. In uh, reports of like, you know, new cases and all that. So that's great. However, the damage has already been done in the sense that there are rapidly increasing cases in Korea. Oh, yeah. And now in Italy, there has been a confirmed 150 cases almost overnight. Right. And so because of this, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise was uh, has been filming Mission Impossible 7 there. And their studio has put a halt on the filming of this movie because they're filming, you know, they film it in Venice and uh, they're like, no, no, no. We don't want our cast and crew to catch the coronavirus. So basically the studio put out a statement. They said out of an abundance of caution for the safety and well-being of our cast and crew, Mm. the efforts of the local Venetian government to halt public gatherings in response to the threat of coronavirus. We are altering the production plan for our three week shoot in Venice. Mm. The scheduled first leg of an extensive production for Mission Impossible 7. So and um, they also said that. During this hiatus, we want to be mindful of the concerns of the crew, and we're allowing them to return home until production starts. Wow. So they're sending them home. They said they will continue to monitor this situation and work alongside the health and government officials as it evolves. That's crazy. So basically, they're sending everybody back home, which goes totally against what our president has been saying. He's been saying that it, the coronavirus is very much under control. <laughs> this is what he uh this is what he tweeted yesterday it will, in the USA. He says, we're in contact with everyone and all relevant countries. CDC and World Health have been working hard and very smart. Stock market starting to look very good to me. You know, yeah. of course. Okay. Yeah, because they've, they've been <laughs> they saying that the stock, stock markets are starting to drop because yes. of everything that's going on with mm-hmm. the coronavirus. And what's crazy to me is that, you know, Tom Cruise... Ain't nothing going to stop Tom Cruise except for a coronavirus. Exactly. So if he is shutting down 
production for MI7? That's big. Because, I mean, he will, like, fight through a broken ankle, a broken mm-hmm. leg. I mean, he does all kinds of – he does his own stunts, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact that coronavirus is obviously spreading rapidly through Italy right now says a lot. Yeah. Now they're saying, they're saying that the, the – you know, like we just said, like you just said, the stock markets are literally dropping yeah. rapidly yeah. because the world is stopping because this virus is – taking over yeah it's crazy and that's something that trump loves to toot his horn about the economy and the stock market which which i mean when you really think about this stock like economies thrive it takes about 10 years to turn an economy around so the fact that the economy is doing great ain't got nothing to do with the past four years yep it's all the work that has been done in the eight years of uh, my forever president before him and so you know, he always loves to take the credit when it's good mm-hmm. and then lie about it when it's not, you know, when it's going down. Oh, no, we're still we're still up there. We're still doing fine. No, no, we're not. We're still doing fine. Just like climate change was a hoax. Right. And now, I mean, right. gl- uh, gl- uh, global warming. Thanks. Thanks, President. <laughs> it's not real. That's why it's <laughs> free. So I was so I was 70 degrees on Christmas and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like global warming isn't real. The other day they said New York was warmer than Alaska. Yeah. I was like, good job, climate. That, good, 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 good job, global warming. Yeah, well, you know, it's, real as can be. Yeah, we've been we've been doing a great job in trying to fix things. Mm-hmm. Let me let me be real. Mm-hmm. Mm, nah. No. Anyway, but that yeah, that's some really interesting news. And obviously, if the fact that Tom Cruise is shutting down is shutting things down, that says a lot. That says a lot, guys. And uh, so, of course, this coronavirus is spreading and is spreading quickly. And for some yeah. odd reason, it won't stop. You know, it will not stop. But there's got to be a way that we can make this stop because it's getting worse. It's it, yeah. it, it's it's worse than what the other one that we had a few years back. I forgot what was SARS. the last one. SARS. SARS. It's getting worse than the SARS situation. It is. And, you know, they're they're trying so hard. Are they, though? Not, no, no, no. Well, oh, sorry. Um, no. <laughs> they're trying so hard not to label this a pandemic, but it's becoming inevitable. They're going to – because it's not just, you know, okay, it was an epidemic in China, but – Pandemic means worldwide, and it is literally becoming. I really, I honestly think it has become pandemic status. But even on on NPR today, they were they were saying they're skeptical about labeling it that because people are going to panic. I'm like, people are panicked. Yeah, people are. Really people panicked. are panicked already. already out there, yeah. It's already out there. We know it's in uh, like 27 countries. Yeah. Hello. And growing. Sounds and like spreading. a pandemic to me. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Call it what it is. Unfortunately. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll, we, we'll be right back. Stay healthy out there. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Yes. Welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and all that. We got to get into it, of course. You know, we still got some crazy stuff that's going on in the world. Be safe out there. Wash your damn hands. You know what I'm saying? Sing happy birthday twice while you're washing your hands. I'm telling you, you'll thank me later. Also, stop sharing drinks with each other, man. I don't even care if there's alcohol in it. Everybody's like, no, the alcohol kills. No, it doesn't kill everything, man. You're still going to get sick. Unless, Unless it's ever clear. Unless it's ever- Unless, <laughs> and if you drink it, and if you drink it, Everclear, either you are a high school student or you seriously have a drinking problem. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. There's too much going on what? nowadays. We got to just take extra precautions. Everybody you know should what? be a germaphobe. There's so many people today that are drinking Everclear in that Mardi Gras mixed punch. 
Ooh. Let's go on. Okay, on. well, then that is a different story. I mean, if it's in a punch, <laughs> then I can get I get that. If it's yeah. festive, I get it. But if yeah. you're out there trying to get drunk off of Everclear all by your damn self, or you're just going out and kicking and you're like, yo, I got some Everclear, and you 30? Man, something's up. <laughs> I know. That's like the college. Uh, that's like uh, the college. Uh, uh, that's high uh, school and college. It is. Yeah. That's Almost. high school really dumb in college when you're like, I just I want to get some extra age. Right. Exactly. Really, you know what I mean? Just being economical. You know, you can have one shot and just be as drunk as having like five shots of anything else. Word. Mm-hmm. So you just be your own cheap date. That's right. I get it. <laughs> you know what's my one shotter? Okay. What's your one shotter? My, well, um, what's your one shotter? Um, <laughs> no, no, that's gross. And I, and I just, I actually just, um, Patron. no, it's Jamaican. And I just forgot the name of oh. it too. Damn. It'll come to me. It's really, think- it's a rum, uh, Ray and nephew. Oh, okay. Ray and nephew will put hair on your whole chest. On your whole body. <laughs> I'm trying to say, look, you ladies, you will leave with a mustache that night. <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> what happened to you, sis? Oh, I had some Ray and nephew. <laughs> It's like oh oh <laughs> one shot and you on the grop yeah on the flow that's that's the Haitian, that stuff is strong that's literally uh the equivalent to Haitian rum which is bob and core okay and that stuff will knock you on your butt it's like nail polish so hard so, yo I swear <laughs> to you and you're going like hello and the you way I mean? like the way Ray nephew smells like you walk and you like who drinking that Ray <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just got a smell. Um, it's got oh, a hobo smell. It's got that. <laughs> it burns your nose hairs, but makes them grow everywhere else. Exactly. Okay. So real quick, obviously, I'm looking at trending things on Twitter, and there's a hashtag thing. There's a hashtag that's trending right now called "Bisexual Men Exist." Okay. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm seriously <laughs> looking. At, literally, it was the top of the thing on my on my trending list of things, and I'm like, "What is this? Bisexual men exist." Mm. So. There are people out here that are literally putting up photos of themselves mm-hmm. saying, you know, uh, bisexual. These are men who are taking selfies or photos of themselves and showing them that, like, bisexual men exist. Okay. For example, I'm reading one right now. Hashtag bisexual men exist. Finally a, movement, uh, finally a movement I can relate to and stand by. Bi men are real. I always been bisexual and I always will be. Wow. And this is from some guy on on, on Twitter. His name is Raymon. That's all I'm going to say. You know, I think I know where this may have stamped stemmed and, from. And it's still going. Yeah, I'm wondering where I, this is coming I, from because this came out of no. And there's like, oh, this ha- this man's hair is fabulous. Obviously, he's, he's bisexual. He's, oh, he's he's obviously bisexual. <laughs> he definitely bisexual. Now, some of them, you're like, mm. you would never know. Like one of this this guy said, this tag is really cool to see because I spend a lot of my time in denial, calling myself gay. And it's heartwarming to know I'm not alone. Hmm. Heart emoji. Aww. Well, and then this guy. Oh, man. I wish I could show some of these photos. <laughs> um, okay. We're going we're, we're gonna to definitely talk about this because well, we got to. But and anyway. I think I know why. And this may be think, because there's a new show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So We... we Go ahead. Yes. What, what? Oh. I saw the entire season. Did There's you? only one more episode left. Okay. We can definitely talk about that in a second. But, yeah, t- just just do a brief do reason w- why. Well, yeah, because this one clip went viral of a yes. girl with this. Who, who It started because her wig was really bad. Her wig was, like, yeah. on back. Slipping. Yes. And apparently, and I didn't see the show, but apparently the guy who proposed to her um, didn't tell her till after 
were so after the fact that he's bisexual. Right. And that was a deal breaker for her. Or actually, I wouldn't say he's bisexual. I mean, technically he is bisexual, but he said he was fluid. That's okay. how he called. That's, that's how he, he referred okay. himself as. Now, I understand the whole idea of being but I've come to grips. Let's just say that I've come to grips with the idea of being of a man being bisexual. Mm-hmm. But OK, I guess I've come from a different era most men of my age <laughs> come <laughs> from an era where bisexuality in a man doesn't really exist. They now, call it gay. People they, just they, say yeah, yeah, you're gay. Right. It's not. It's not. You're you're bisexual. Like you like women and men. It's just you're gay. Right. There's no like women. It, and I'm. In, I come from an era. I come from a time where bisexual women. Is is, is it, it exists? It it is a thing. Yes. It's totally f- it, and apparently to the straight male vernacular, yes. it is totally fine. Of right. course, it's fine. Right? You get to share. It's welcomed. You know what I'm saying? You get to share your wealth with everyone. Yeah. Else, I with mean, all uh, other women most of the time. This is a so that's a very um, chauvinistic, of course, male perspective. Of course, and, you know. This is why I'm saying this is what I, how I was brought up. Right. Back in the day, times have definitely ta- changed. You right. know what I mean? Times there are a change. Yeah, they are. But uh, obviously, the, okay. So let's okay. We're gonna dive into this whole love is blind situation. Okay. Yes. First <laughs> off, because you know the the story, uh, the show is so ridiculous. But my family was like, you need to watch it because it is literally like watching a t- train wreck. Like a train wreck that's about to happen, mm-hmm. and then you get to watch the train wreck actually happen, and then the aftermath of the train wreck afterwards. It's like a dumpster fire, but you don't see the dumpster fire lit yet. You see the person <laughs> with the with the gas and the match, and, and then they're walking over, and you're like, don't do it. But you can't stop watching them light the dumpster fire on fire. Does right. it make any sense? Yes. Or the dumpster on fire. So... That is exactly true. The show is an absolute dumpster fire. It is the most ridiculous show on earth. It <laughs> is ridiculous. No, show. seriously. Because that clip had me rolling. This show is trash. I'm sorry. It is trash. <laughs> I don't watch reality TV shows at all. And I sat through this, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> the entire time I'm laughing my butt off, I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I couldn't stop watching. Right. And I'm going, why am I watching this trash? Literally, I'm sitting there. My, my girl's going, I'm, I'm tired. Let's go to bed. I'm like, no, I got to see what happens next. <laughs> literally. And I'm, usually yeah. I'm not that guy. I am yeah. not a reality show guy at all. Right. But this whole show, literally, I was rolling. I was laughing so hard because I'm sitting there going, this dude, these guys are going to propose. What? This yeah, guy yeah. and then this and then, this, and then you know, Je- and then Jessica, Jessica, that's all I'm going to say, Jessica. <laughs> anyway, moving on, this this guy that is sitting there. That made me want to watch the and, show. And they, you got this black love thing going on through a screen because these are two people. The, there's a whole bunch of singles, both men and women, that go into these pods. And they sit there in these pods, uh, but there's they're in separate pods, and they can never see each other. They don't even see what the, the each other look like, right? They only have a certain amount of days to propose to each other. To say, yes, I'm going to marry this person, right? And then right after that, within 30 days, they are going to get married. Mm -hmm. Okay? Literally. Mm -hmm. So they have seven days to fall in love, propose, get engaged, get together, fly out to Cancun, 
have some fun with some with some stuff like dealing with like physical things like phones, social media, other attractive people, okay. so on and so forth, right? So they're doing all that. You have all that stuff going on. And then after that, marriage. And this all happens within four weeks of each other. <laughs> From engagement to Wait marriage. That's okay. You know, you know. So, That's going to work right. out. Right. So, <laughs> and on TV. So the thing is, is that there's all these things where it's like, oh, you know, when I talked to him through the pod, I, I was in love with him and who he is and all that stuff. But then physically, I just don't feel it with him physically. But the emotional, the emotion is there. But the physical, or he's not really my type because he's really tall or he's really okay. short or whatever it might be. you can't see them in the pod. You can't really you see just them in hear the them. No, you don't see anything. You okay. just hear voices. So love it for a sound. So love it for a sound. That's why it's called love is blind. Love is blind. So. Oh, yikes. So there's this couple, okay? Black love all day long. All Carlton and Diamond? Yes, Carlton yes, and Diamond. Yes, Carlton and, and Diamond. And the thing is, is like, okay, you got to love that 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 melon and be popping and that that black love is happening and all that. And it's all fantastic. But why does the man got to be gay? He's not gay. But here it is, though. <laughs> The old, tra- the old fashioned tradition, <laughs> traditional version of me would sit there and say, he's gay. Right. He's gay. But he's sitting there going, no, I am fluid. I love, I, I've been with men and I've been with women. Mm-hmm. Now, the, I can't really, I don't want to give up, give all things away. Give it away. Nobody uh, watching Okay. It. Well, spoiler I mean, alert. Yeah. He doesn't tell her about his sexual orientation until after they leave the pod. So he proposes to her, mm-hmm. and she's all body-body. Right. So they meet and finally get to physically meet. They go to Cancun, and mm-hmm. then he goes, here's the truth about X, Y, and Z. Which is trifling to so me. So he, tra- he drops the bomb on her, and then she's like, well, now I got to, what? I got to embrace all this stuff. She's, of course, getting mad because he's, she's like, I could have picked somebody. or You know, That's I could, and he's, he he's, she, he's sitting there going, how dare you? Like, he's getting all... Per- He's getting all defensive at her for for saying something that that for for her feeling a certain type of way. It's like you should have told me back then, and I would have been able to process it more right, right. instead of you hiding this stuff from me until now. And, and you know what I mean. And that shows a, on a character, not just about you being fluid or having been with a man in the past. That's one part of it. But the other part is like why it shows a part of your character. Like you're on, honestly not dis. You're honestly. You're obviously dishonest, it's in right. a sense. You know what I mean? All day. Who knows how long, how far that reaches across many different um, topics? Yeah. So just ew. so of course, that's I, from what you said. So of course, that's the reason why this hashtag bisexual bisexual men exist right. is existing right now. Because this caused a lot of. I saw it on my timeline. People like, what would you do, ladies? And a lot of ladies were like. No, and a lot of ladies were like, it's okay. But right. at the end of the day, I think everything is okay if you're honest about it. Maybe I'm just really super traditional still to this day and all that stuff. But And, and here it is. Whatever you, whatever you do behind closed doors is your business. I don't, I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care. But at the same time, like, I don't look at I – don't, I, don't, I guess it's a societal thing, though. It's most definitely a societal thing. So, I, I, hey – if, if 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 everyone thinks that bisexual men exist, then they exist. But I don't know if I was a woman, if I was a straight woman, mm-hmm. and you know I met a guy and he said that he was bisexual. I couldn't wrap my mind around, around a relationship, a substantial relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have to be to me. If I was a woman, I would expect to have a straight male in right. in my life. I mean, you have to understand, That's like, like, like. Gay men, right, 
gay men will be could be in a room with a naked woman and be like next not true not entirely true though and if not if not then that's why a whole nother definition exists that's why there's another word because if you're gay and you're turned on by a female you are not gay you like both that's why the word exists by both i like both sexes so, that means you're so not is that gay. what you say if you went both. to somebody and said, hey, I am bisexual? You got to. <laughs> both. Both. I like men. Okay. I like women. If you're a gay man, if you're truly gay, like for me, I am a straight woman. Nothing about I – can, I can say a naked woman looks gorgeous all day. Nothing about her is going to make me want to kiss her. To, I don't have no interest. I'm not in, – it's not exciting to me. It doesn't turn me on. <laughs> and if it did, if I got extremely turned on by a woman – or if I looked at a woman and was like, mm, I wonder how it would be to date her or anything like that. I would be like, okay, Lydia, you know what? You might be bisexual. But that doesn't exist in me. And there's some gay men who that doesn't exist in them. They don't want to be around a woman. They don't want a woman. A woman doesn't do nothing for them. It won't. Their little soldier will not stand at attention for a lady. Okay. All, those are the real gays. If your soldier will stand at attention for a female and a man, you like them both. Okay. And you're by. Okay, so you know, obviously, I don't know, I don't know anything about. Uh, <laughs> sorry, there's some there's some comments on 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 YouTube that are just cracking me up. Oh. But anyway, and I can't say them at Out all because they're they're not they're crazy. They're they're not a uh, radio friendly. I hear you. Okay, but uh, but anyway, I, I I can see your point in in regards to that. I mean, and that's why it's like when it comes to this. That's why I'm like when it comes to this conversation, it's like. It, it's hard to. I don't know. I'm, I'm like I said. I can't. Maybe uh, no. I'm not sitting here saying that bisexual men don't exist. They do. I do. I, I mean, I do. They <laughs> they do exist. Like that's not what I'm trying to say here at all. You know what I mean? Like at all. But at the same time, I could never. I don't know. I I. I I just could never do – I could never date somebody if I was a female. I could never do that. I, I just can't wrap my mind mm-hmm. around that perspective mm-hmm. and be cool with it. Yeah. Because then at the same time, it's like you're constantly wondering – okay, and then let me, let, me, let me just throw it on the other side really quick too. Because if, if you met a girl, right, if I met a girl that was bisexual, mm-hmm. right, and she's had full-on relationships with, right. with women – which is different than it like a be, threesome or which is different mm-hmm. i would be second guessing it too mm-hmm. so there's a reason why i say this okay there's a difference between i would feel like there's certain guidelines like for example if if said girl met said guy and guy said i'm bisexual but i've had full on relationships romantic relationships with men mm-hmm. right that would make i feel like if i was the girl i would be halting hard mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. And I would feel like the same way on the other end because it's not like it's like, oh, every once in a while I get a little crazy and have a little bit of fun. You're having full-on relationships with these – with the same sex. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Does, you're is, worried is, about is, your competition. Getting, it doubled. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you see That's what I'm the saying? only reason why it would bother me because it's like now <laughs> i got to worry about going, guys and girls. It's so. not even going, hey, I'm a little drunk and I want to have some fun. Right. It's more like, oh, wait, this could be my life partner. Right. You see what I'm saying? So then, in a way, it's like even when even if it was the guy hearing this from a girl, I would be super like, "Whoa, 
So your last your the last relationship, relationship was her. Their name was Sydney, and right. it was a girl. Right. Wait, wait a second. How long were y'all were together? Five years. Whoa. Wait a second. Whoa. That's yeah. a long time. So then, you, anytime you go into the Gap or some something like that, you got <laughs> you got her like looking at somebody and they're, they're lightly flirting with a girl. You're like, right. wait a second. Wait. So the what? What about all what her about me? friends are questionable? All your are y'all insecurities come out. Are y'all exactly. friends or are y'all dating? Do you like her? Like her or are you just homies? I Why know. are you hanging out with her again? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a girl's name. It, it, what does right. that mean? Is this a girl's right? What does that mean? Yeah. You it are gets, having pillow it, fights. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It gives a whole that, new meaning to like girls you're night out. Ha- you're, you're not having pillow fights. You're having pillow, pillow fights. fights. Wait, what's going on? See what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. what am I chopped liver? What's going on? Yeah, it definitely helps saying? the insecurities. If it was dabbling, up. okay. Like if he said, if that dude at that time, what was his name again? D- uh, Carlton. Carlton. If Carlton said, yo, you know, I just dabble. Every, I've dabbled a little bit. I don't think it would have hit as hard mm-hmm. as him saying, I've had Full-on relationships with men. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's just something that a woman deserves to know because she may be like, okay, well, I don't want to date anybody who's dated men. And that's her prerogative to feel that way for whatever her reasons are. Or you may be like, okay, I don't mind. Um, But it does, for me, it would be more about a trust thing. I would have a really hard time trusting a man who, like uh, uh, Jack said, the competition is now doubled. So now I'm not only worried about you being interested in other women – now I got to think about dealing with you just being around anybody. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, nothing is safe. Out that's here. like everybody. Everybody's fair game. Next thing you know, it's like whoa. What? Next thing you know, she, monkeys come up and it's like, wait a second, I can't. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. You have herpes A. You yeah. Got, you, you got herpes B now. What's going on? Right. Who's the monkey? But you know, it's unfortunate because at the end of the day, why do you rem- smell like bananas? It, right. <laughs> bananas your favorite fruit. How come? Oh, it, it all boils down to trust, though, you know, and, yeah. and if you can handle it. If you really love this person, then hey, that's e- different. Everybody needs a chance to love, right? And, right? and when it comes down to it, if if you are willing to take that chance with that person and trust that person wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. trust me, there are a lot of dudes out here and a lot of girls out here that are trifling as all get out, and they are straight. As an arrow. As straight as they come. Okay. So you you never know. Yes, bisexual men exist, but it's, it's taken me still some time to wrap my mind around that whole concept. Yeah. But that's because I grew up in a different age. For sure. I grew up in a different time when it, you, that did not exist. And you are not alone. You go on Facebook today and write, if you're bisexual, you're gay, and you're going to have a whole bunch of men under there like, facts, yeah, man. words, True there's that. no in-between. Real talk. I've seen whole fights about this. Can I see your phone real quick, Pascal? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got to go to a quick commercial break. Keep the comments going. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Hey, feeling fabulous. <laughs> Apparently, bisexual men do exist. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. Bisexual hey. men exist, Pascal. Uh, you know, I can't. I, I mean, it, it, it's all good. Do you, boo-boo. It's do just, you, boo-boo. For me, it's just not a. It's a no for me, dog. It's, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> It's a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Nah, man. I mean, hey, I'm not, like I said, I am not, I never thought I'd be, like, thinking that in that kind of, or be on one side of the fence in some sort of way. Right. I don't mean to be a jerk about it. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to be a jerk. It's just. Yeah. 
I just can't wrap my mind around yeah. it. Old in habits a way. die hard. Yeah. A lot of people have felt that way for a long time, and it's we're in, in a new space now, and it's hard for people to like grasp that in its totality. Right. Um, but you know, as long as as long as you're trying and try to be open minded, <laughs> and I mean, it it does help when you like make it when you make logic about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you really look at it, like there are some men out there who actually do like sleeping with men and they also love love sleeping with women too now i'm not sitting here saying that you know i'm not sitting here saying that it does not exist it does the, the, bisexual men do exist i know a lot of bisexual men i do know a lot of sec- bisexual men out there mm-hmm. but at the same time for me i just can't wrap my mind around the idea of it that's right. it yeah the, it is it, it, it's like saying that it's like saying that global warming ex- exists. I-, I can't wrap my mind around how it's it actually. To understand. You know what I mean? Right. I can't wrap my mind around how it actually goes down. Right. But I know it exists. Yeah. You see sure. what I'm saying? For sure. So I know it exists. It's just for me. It's just. It's just my own personal opinion. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't mean to be a jerk. I love everybody. <laughs> I really do. I love everyone. You know, yeah. I just I want everybody to live their best life and love who they love and be all happy. that stuff. You know what I mean? Be happy. Everybody you know, be happy. sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. It, it, it's fine. Don't don't hide in a closet. Be happy about and be proud of who you are and what God, how God made you. Just for me, I'm just you know it, that equation is just something I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. You know, that's all. That's funny. In fact, it's not something I'm trying to figure out because I don't live that life. But at the (laughs) same time, when it's brought up, it's like, how is that? That must be really complicated for you to find someone to love unless Mm -hmm. it's a guy. Not not anymore. I don't think so anymore before. So but now it's 2020. You're telling me that there's a there's women out there that are cool with a dude rocking the mic. Um, Having a history of rocking the mic. Yeah, there are. I don't know about that. There are, Pascal. There's a, because there there's a lot of new thinkers, like people who are into like, and also, That's tough. and also, That'd listen, tough. you know who you know who bisexual men usually wind up with, bisexual women, because huh? there's a type of there's a type I call them like super sexual, right? They're like such freaks, and I don't mean like a freak, like freak of nature. I mean like a freak, like oh, you're a oh, freak yeah. in the bed. That like. Anything goes. They are like, man, give them to me. Woman, a give them. or a hole. What, we're good to go. Exactly. Yeah. There's, so there's <laughs> people out there like this on both sides. And so I feel like the men who are like that, women will gravitate towards women who are like that. Because I have friends who are like, they're bisexual. They love men. They love women. They'll go, they will definitely go for a man who's a bisexual because then it's like we get to, they get to do threesomes with two dudes. When most, like, straight dudes are not going for that. Straight dudes want to have a threesome and they want to bring in another lady. Okay, cool. It's all about you, 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 you. What about me? What if I want to have a threesome with two dudes? No, that's not a call. That's called a train. That's what straight dudes will call it. <laughs> that's not they, cool. they totally, exactly. So a, 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 so a bisexual woman and a bisexual man are the ideal couple because they can experiment and, you know, they're, they have that understanding. Hmm. I understand you like both. I like both, too. Let's like let's love each see, other. See, I could see that working out. Yeah, but I'm saying a regular straight female. It'll be harder. It'd be much a harder. lot harder to much, deal with, especially if they're if the man is 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 feminine. You know, if the man is um doesn't have like new like you know. Unless she has some very dominant features, like dominant personalities. Who the, like the f- woman? The woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, just most women are not turned on by like. Um, a, like I'm not gonna be. I'm straight, so I'm not gonna be turned on by a man who acts like me. Right. 
just because of my, I don't know how, how my, how I'm set up. That doesn't turn me on. I like a manly man. So if I meet a manly man who ticks all the boxes and I find out while we're dating that he used to be bisexual or that he is bisexual, I'm not going to say it's, it would be a red flag for me because that's not my thing, but I'm not just going to be like, absolutely not. I may consider it, especially if we're dating and I like him. But now if I meet a guy who's like, oh, girl, I like them shoes, automatically you're in the friend zone. Yikes. You're automatically a friend to me. See, that's when it's like, oh, no. Yeah, nah. But that's me. That's, I, can't, I can't be with a man who's like into accessories. Oh, my God, your hair. Like, I can't. <laughs> I love those kind of guys. Those kind of guys are my friends. I have yeah. tons of friends like Gay that. Gay best friends. I love them. GBFs. Oh, they're the best. But I don't want to date you. And you don't want to date me. You want to date him. But you might want to date me if you're bisexual, but I'm not into that. I'm not into a, a, a man who's feminine. You got to be masculine to me. So, yeah. but you I, know, I, like everybody said, has their own preferences. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I'm still trying to, but at the same time, like I said, I don't get those opportunities very often because I don't live that life. Right, you know, right. I, I, I have a very normal, well, sorry. I have a very, in my mind, yes. normal yes. for me, normal and I don't think basic yeah. heterosexual life. And I don't think know? it's so, so bad to say like that, that that's not normal. People get so offended when I'm like, you know what? It's not. It's different. And that's OK. Like own that. Yeah. It's a unique lifestyle and it's going to become more normal over time. Yeah. But right now it, it's OK that it's not. And I don't think that that's like that's slander or like negative. I think it's. Like like a, a friend of mine posted, oh, because he's he's gay and they adopted a, a little girl. And he's like, I hate the fact that there's no cartoon uh, cartoons for my daughter to watch with two men. You know, um, I just want her to feel normal. And I, I, I didn't respond because I didn't want to get into it with him. But in my mind, I'm like, you need to show her that she's unique. She's in a unique situation. You like, there's no way you're going to get around this. She's going to see men and women everywhere for a long time. So you need to instill in her that your, your family is special. It's like how people are with blended families. Blended families have become the new normal because people have said to, to their, you know, their kids, our family is blended and blended is unique and beautiful too. Yes. So this is what you need to teach your kids. Like if you're gay raising, you need to teach these kids, listen, this is different from what you always see, but it's beautiful and it's special. Yeah. And you're unique because of this. It's the new normal. It, it, trying to be. And if it's not considered normal, that's still okay. Yeah. It's okay that it's different. Yeah. Being it, different is it, dope. Hey, it, being different is, is more than okay. It's a and special being thing. And this is how the world is. Is we're, we're obviously the world is quickly evolving and changing, you know, the way we uh, perceive things, gender mm-hmm. roles, the whole nine things are starting to change. I mean, shoot, there are more men out here that cook than women nowadays. You know what I'm saying? There I are more like men, it. there are more men that do <laughs> Uh, uh, household chores that than they did in the in the 60s or yeah. whatever you know what I'm saying like sure. the, everyone is splitting up the chores and splitting up the responsibilities in the home there are more stay-at-home dads than ever before yeah for why sure. because things are changing you know and, and that's totally fine that's a beautiful thing. um you know and if if that husband happens to be bisexual that's okay too yeah you know as long as there's an understanding and as long as you keep it real with them and don't tell them after you leave the pod I know that's all right. I'm gonna say Exactly. You know, keep it real right off the bat. Keep it real. You know, up front. BTW. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. By the way. <laughs> yeah. 
You got to. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep. You got to be honest up I front. I have to be like them man's, and it's like okay. <laughs> Thank right. you for letting me know. Thank you for telling me up Now front. I can assess if I really want to be with you or not. Yeah. And just keep it moving. Is it, and that's all. You'll be surprised. It may still work out because yeah. you were honest. Mm. The dishonesty is we'll end it every time. Well, you Every know. time. Anyway, let's move on to something else. I'm sure this controversial conversation can get even more, <laughs> more heavier and heavier more, and heavier. But anyway, you know, there's some celebrities that have had birthdays today living and have recently passed, or have passed, of course. So it's time for some celebrity B-Days. All right, all right, all I'll right. say this. Congratulations to all you. Happy birthday to the people who have walked through the velvet curtains and breathed in life. It is time for celebrity birthdays. What's going on, Jackie Buck? Let's Buck-y? see. Uh, turning 70 years old today out of Memphis, Tennessee, uh, this wrestler... Uh, has won 16 world championships uh, during his time in the NWA, WCW, and WWF. Uh, he is known wow. as the Nature Boy. Oh, Ric Flair! Woo! Woo! Oh, that Ric him. Flair swag. I only know him yeah. from hip hop because <laughs> hip hop people reference him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There we go. Uh, turning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, happy birthday. Uh, this uh, guitarist uh, passed away in 2001 at the age of 58. Uh, he was a multi-instrumentalist, singer, and songwriter, oh. uh, and he was with the Beatles. Uh, but he wrote uh, Here Comes the Sun, Something, and While My Guitar Gently Weeps. George Harrison. That's correct. You better go ahead. Yep. I only know one Beatles name. <laughs> and that's John Lennon. <laughs> wow, you don't know Paul McCartney? Oh, yes, two. I was about to say, go. dang. How about, ba- you know? how about Bailey? No. Bailey Beetle? You know, the, no. The comic? Strip? Nope. Oh, I was like, Beetle Bailey? Whatever. Beetle Bailey. <laughs> he's a, ba- he's a, he's a, he's a Beetle? No, 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 no. Oh, a- you were joking? <laughs> Sorry. It's so a cartoon, sweetie. Who are the other Beatles? <laughs> I know John and Paul. John, Paul, George. Oh, Ringo Starr. Okay, I know his That's name. I know. Okay, okay, cool. Four. Cool. I'm not doing that bad in these streets. Yeah, you're, right. yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. You know what I mean? You need to know a little bit of the rock history. A little bit. It's a little bit of the foundation of music. Come just on now. Bit, just a little bit. You know, they're the ones who start, started pop music. You know, by yeah. the by. That's cool. By the by. Anyway. Uh, turning 48 years old today out of Santa Monica, California. Uh, this movie actor uh, portrayed uh, Samwise Gamgee. Uh, oh. He was also Mikey Walsh. Mm. Yep. And, uh, and Rudy. And Rudy. Yeah, Sean Astin. Yep. I would not know his name, but I know him. Rudy. Yep. Uh, Great movie, Rudy. Yes, it is. Uh, we got a pair here, uh, twins, uh, that were in Harry Potter and played Fred and George Weasley. Oh, you got me. I don't know it. Me either. Uh, James and Oliver Phelps. They turned 33 years old today. Ooh. 33 years old? Mm-hmm. Dang, that makes... Harry man, Potter's that, old. Oh, my we're Lord. Old. Basically, wow. basically, we old. We old as dirt. <laughs> old okay. as us. Uh, let's see, he turned 66 uh, out of Decatur, Illinois. Uh, this punk singer uh, co-founded the Los Angeles-based punk band X uh, and also worked as an actor, most notably in the role of Jeff Parker on Roswell. Oh, no. I don't know it. I think of uh, someone that's recently deceased and they don't know their name. John oh, Doe. John oh, Doe. John Doe, yeah. That's his real name? That's his real name. <laughs> I don't know if it's his stage name or if it's probably his stage that's name. so yeah. weird. Yep. Uh, turning 43 years old today out of Los Angeles. Uh, she played the straight-laced Anne on Parks and Rec uh, and Karen on The Office. Oh. I don't know her name, but I know her face. She was also in I Love You, Man. 
I love you, man. That was oh, what's her freaking name? Oh, oh Rashida Jones. Yeah, Rashida That's Jones. Quincy Jones' daughter. Yes. Yep. Okay, let's see. Turning fifty-three years old today, out of New York City. Uh, this movie actress has been in The Family Man, Deep Impact, and Bad Boys. Wait, wait, say that again. Who? This 53-year-old out of New York City. This movie actress. Actress. Uh, actress was in The Family Man, Deep Impact, and Bad Boys. T.A. Leone. Yep. T.A. Leone. Yeah, she's such a New Yorker-like voice. Yep. Yeah. She's rasping it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, this uh, 44-year-old today is a comedian and talk show host. Uh, her sidekick just recently passed, uh, but she has her self-named show. Her sidekick? Her she also wrote a book called Are You There, Vodka? It's me, Chelsea Handler. Chelsea oh. Handler, her sidekick just passed? Chewy. Yeah, he passed away oh. last year. At the end of, like, I think in December. Oh, wow. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Sorry so, to hear that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Turning 33 years old today out of England, uh, this TV actress uh, has been on The Good Place as Tahini. Uh, we, I think we talked about her a few weeks ago as well. And, and, and she just uh, also came out. <sighs> What's her name? I don't remember her name. Jamila Jamil. Jamila. Ah. Jamila Jamil. Yeah, okay. She's Jamila Jamil. Yep. Jamila Jamil. And we have one more today. This is Pascal's favorite comedian. Oh, boy. Here we go. 54 years old. Red-haired prop comedian. Oh, God. Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top. Oh, my God. You like him? No. Oh. No. No, I do not. To say nobody likes him. No. <laughs> Does he, he have any fans? Well, he makes a lot of money. How? In Vegas, baby. I, oh, ba- yeah. <laughs> Vegas. He does a lot of shows in Vegas. all the weirdos go. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Was he the original prop comic? I think he was. Th- no. Uh, Gallagher. 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 It was first Gallagher. Yeah. But Gallagher was more, more known for his um, Watermelon smashing. Smashing? Yeah, smashing stuff. Yeah. He was smashing stuff. Yeah. Okay. He's a good smasher. He was a good smasher. All right. Well, those are the birthdays for today. Happy birthday to everybody here in St. Louis as well. If their birthday is uh, going on right now. Yeah. On Mardi Gras. Congratulations. On Mardi Gras. Like I said, today is, uh, yeah, and also it is happy, it is Mardi Gras. So happy Mardi Gras. Today is Fat Tuesday, y'all. So hopefully you guys are able to break whatever 40-day uh, what's the word? Forty day uh, fast? fast that you did of whatever you were fasting. Oh, off was of. it for Lent? Yeah, it was for Lent. Okay. Um, so that's when you today is the day where you can where actually like, oh, I give up beer, then you can drink all the beer you want. Hey, I, j- oh. I gave up chocolate. I can eat all the chocolate I want. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Ash Wednesday is tomorrow, basically. Okay. See what I'm saying? Is it? Yes. I didn't know. It should Ash be Wednesday tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. I thought Ash Wednesday was or do right I have before it backwards. Easter. In April. Easter, Ash- no, Easter is coming up. No, but so, I thought Ash Wednesday was the Wednesday I before sworn Ash Easter Wednesday. Sunday. When is Ash Wednesday? Now I feel like an idiot. Uh, February 26th. Thank you. Okay. Come on. Yeah! That's okay. why I said, woo! <laughs> Rick Flair swag. I told you I was right. I told you! Look, I said I wasn't Don't sure. Don't you dare. I Don't thought it had something dare. to do with Easter. I guess I'm thinking of Palm Sunday or whatever. Thank you, Shaniqua. Mm-hmm. I did do good. <laughs> Thank you. You done Quit well. Pat him on his back. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! She can pat me on the back anytime she wants, man. Bow. So people are gonna have the ashes today in a, in a non me too way. That's what I was trying to say there. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Yeah, tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. How you like them apples, man? Yes, I love it. Yes, I'm go with go God. Get, I'm gonna get ashed. Mazel tov. Something like that. Anyway, that's not the right I'm about religion. To say, that's another. <laughs> that's not the right <laughs> Isn't religion that Judaism? at all. Yeah, that's Judaism. <laughs> <laughs> You guys. <laughs> we all started from somewhere, my we baby. All 
everybody. Yes. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Anyway. <laughs> Why is it, he has like the most hesitant, most nervous laugh ever in the world. <laughs> I can't even do it. And so famous. It's so famous. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. What does Hova stand for? I gotta ask. So again, what does Hova stand for? Jehovah, Jehovah, the God. Oh, it's, okay, gotcha. The God MC. Never put it together. Yeah, there, hallelujah. There Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, it's actually the most sacrilegious <laughs> of nicknames when you so think about he's it. He's technically yeah. the rap god. Yes, he is. He is he the is. God MC. Me, Jehovah. God. That's basically where it comes from. Yeah. And his name is Jay Z. Yeah, I get Jehovah. Yeah. He, you know, he's smart with it. See? Gotcha. Very, very he's had creative. a lot of time to roll up as many blunts as he could. And he was like, <laughs> like wait, a wait a second. second. Whoa. <laughs> this is too good, y'all. <laughs> This, this is, is too, too good, good, y'all. I gotta use it. <laughs> it's the rock in the building. Yeah, it's the rock in the building. <laughs> anyway, before I got rudely sorry, I had I had to ask. I know, right? No, it's okay. Yep, that was a that was a good question to ask. Yeah, you know what I mean. Inquire minds. Yeah. So I just want. So okay. All right. So obviously, I'm going on on Twitter, looking at some stuff on the Twitter. Twitter. This is what else is. Trending right now. What is it twitting is about? What, is the, it? what are they the, twitting the, about? The hashtag dick pound. I'll explain. Mm. Please. All right. So. I'm the, intrigued. Wait, wait, wait. Pound, dick pound? Dick pound. No, but hashtag. Pa- oh, yeah. Pound, pound dick pound. <laughs> wow. Pound, dick pound. That that sounds like a no. That sounds like a porno. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tell me You know more. what I mean? Run, Jack, run. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Pound, dick pound. All right. <laughs> That's cool. So moving on. Okay, so hashtag Dick Pound is trending right now because the IOC member, Dick Pound, uh, has told the Associated Press that the decision to cancel the Olympics in Tokyo should be made by the end of May. Oh. Because uh, they're saying that indicators show it'll be business as usual, but obviously... If they uh, they might have to, there's a window, a three month window that, where they might cancel the Olympics in the wake of the coronavirus. Mm. When does the Olympics take place in Tokyo? In July. It, it start, well, the games are set to be held in the beginning of July 24th. Dang, my God, where would they? They oh, they need to just go ahead and cancel them from I think now. They do. Because it's too it's too big of an event to wait and but, see what happens. But what if you really think about it? What if they say yes? What if these the bigger people above everything, the the powers that be, mm-hmm. you know, the powers that be, right. they run everything that are beyond all of us, right. beyond all of us. NBC. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all sitting there Fox going. News they're all sitting that. there going. Listen, they're all sitting there going. No, let's get them all out there. Let's do this so that they come back with the virus and we can reset the hit the reset button on on all of this world. God no. Think God. about it. Don't say that. That's, that's trouble. Conspiracy theory number one. You're dark. Today. Right. It's, it's you're, very dark. You're dark today, Pascal. It's a very dark. I am dark. Come on now. Brown skin boy. Yes. <laughs> that's brown skin. 
Anyway, but dang, man, coronavirus is really messing think up about everything. It, what if they said, yeah, let's just do it anyway. They go out there. Everybody, all people the whole are going world in, is whole there. world is there. They all get the coronavirus or a few of them get the coronavirus. They go back to their respective countries and they spread the love. Hmm. And then we all just die. And then we all get sick. And then we just start from year one after the hmm. coronavirus. Yeah. Ain't nobody got. Let me say, you know, anybody got creating fire from from scratch all over. Let again me tell you what. That. Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody yeah. has no. time for that. I don't no. have time for a pandemic. No, on, Wait, I no. thought we all had time for the no. coronavirus. No. I don't know what you're talking about. I got some time. No. You know what I mean? But you know what? Where would they have it? What's a safe place? What's a safe place? America. But I don't know if I want the whole world coming in. here. Exactly. You're bringing everybody in. I don't know if I want all that here either. The internet. The internet is the same. Everything is just going to be you do it at home. Live, live stream right from their their own areas. Cities. They're going to be skyping each other. Okay, and go. running. It was on the delay. That's why I lost. Right. <laughs> but imagine, but imagine if we were in that situation where if we don't have it under control in three months. No, but that's seriously what in they're risking. Three months, bro. That's not enough time. That's literally the risk. And then, like, if they don't, if they don't. Move, make plans, other plans now. It's going to be a thing where it's like they're just going to have to cancel them. Yeah, yeah. Which is like trash. I love it's, the Olympics. It, yeah, of course. Who doesn't love? I the know. Olympics? We all look forward to it. It's like <laughs> look at these superhumans. They're doing stuff we could never do. Yep. I love watching the Olympics. I love steroids. Yeah. I, love- <laughs> <laughs> I love how worthless they make me feel. Yes. How old are you? Sixteen. Man, oh, when I was 16, I was... Do some push-ups. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Make you think back to, what was I doing at 16? Not enough. Not <laughs> You were working for uh, about 20 hours right. a day doing flips? No? Doing flips, no? Clearly, no. I wasn't Dedicating doing enough my life with my life. perfect move. Okay? Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. I wasn't doing enough. It's like voguing. It You're is. just voguing <laughs> on, a, on a balance beam. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Right? Yes, but really accurately. But gotta, I gotta mean, love those pit stains on my on my shirt. Thank you, oh, thank you. That just shows mm. them that you're working hard. Yeah, I'm working really hard out these streets. Hard. Oh, I hope to ten. Okay. <laughs> and he sticks the landing. I love steroids. I love- <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I am so sorry, but seriously, yeah. there is a lot of that going on, and uh, the 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 coronavirus is spreading like wildfire. And the fact that that we won't have Olympics. That's what I wonder. What. What effect does that have on, like, them canceling the Olympics? What kind of effect would that have on everything? Does that affect the economy of some sort or whatever? Built like a stadium, probably right. Right. Most of these places get awarded that they're not using an old stadium; they're usually building out something completely new. And jobs of money in the area. Billions of dollars being spent. They're expecting economic growth during that time. Right. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. It does, especially when you've been planning for it for four years. So you're telling me that there's no cure yet? Not They haven't figured out an antivirus or antidote or whatever? Like like this is like some some spy movie, something like that? You know, the antidote? The fact that it's going down, it's on a decline in China is great. And I think that shows in China only. But I think that shows a good projection. But the fact, but it's also just beginning in so many other places. So, and if it does what it did in China, then that may be months from now. Where because I mean this has been going on since since the new year. There was we're a, already two months into this virus, 
They you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. put a request in today at the White House to get an emergency additional $1.5 billion to put towards developing a, a cure. Uh, so. Wow. Yeah, you know, heard about uh, they're that. they're dumping money towards it, and which will be good. Uh, but we'll see if they've it, been dumping money out. towards cancer too for fifty yeah. years. Sure, and ain't no cure for that. You know, it's sad and it's scary, but but at the same time, we, you know what else today is? Hmm. What National Pancake Day? Is it really? Yeah, you're Pancake Day. Oh, that's a good day. So on another like a left turn, this has been an emotional roller coaster of a <laughs> show. We're like way left, Kobe. Pancakes. So anyway, coronavirus. <laughs> right. Pancakes. Right. <laughs> so today is National Pancakes Day, y'all. So get your pancakes on. You know what I mean? Mm. Happy Pancakes Day. It's like I my favorite thing in the world. I yes, mean, me. pancakes. I will hop on that too. Are really how supreme the best thing hey. in the world. Pancakes are a crack. They good, really are good pancakes. Well, yeah, you're right. I hop pancakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hop pancakes are, are really good. You know who makes good pancakes too? The hey. Pancake House on on uh, Ladue Road. Oh. Their pancake and their omelets. Let me tell you something. If you ever have time. We're not talking about omelets. I'm talking about both. <laughs> I'm talking about the combination. Oh, you know. I want my omelet and my pancakes on the side. Those are fire pancakes and omelets. Fire pancakes. Okay. A- and Cracker Barrel too because they have the crispy edges on their pancakes. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> we gotta go. That sounds like something else. That sounds like something else. Anyway, we we gotta get going. But I want to say something really quick. I know that we talked about the uh, Nipsey situation with uh, Lauren London and 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 P Diddy and all that. And I, I just want to make it very very clear because there's a lot of people that were very upset about it and all that. We were just stating the news. We, this is what we found online and the information you know through through our news sources and everything like that. Of course, she has gone out and said, hey, you all put some respect on my name, that kind of thing. So, of course, you know, hey, mad respect to Lauren London and all that. And, of course, we, all of us, feel terrible about Nipsey's passing and all that. So just wanted to say that really quick so that everybody knows that. Clear the air. Clear the air a little bit because some people are, people are upset. And, of course, you know. Like, you know what I mean? People yeah. are upset. I've been getting tweets and stuff, angry tweets. I'm like, dang. That's okay. I am so sorry for s- telling about this news that we read. Right. Dang. Sorry. That's good, Pascal. You're, yeah. you're, you're blowing up. Hey, you know. If, if, <laughs> if, if, if you ain't got no Hades, you ain't popping. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, and, and it's National Pancake Day. So think about having a pancake and just... Breathe and woo-saw, and let's move on from this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, it's time to get going. National Pancake Day. It's time to get some food in you, some delicious, delicious pancakes. Bon-kickers. And she just made that weird now noise. What was that again? Okay. Get that, that purple and gold pancake. Yeah, get that purple and gold <laughs> pancake. Shout out to Kobe Bryant, RIP. We got to get going. It's the Pascal Show. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Much love to you guys. Bye. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Pascal. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show, for all of our upcoming interviews, games, and our huge giveaways of fantastic swag. Check out facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show. And be sure to tune in weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. right here on WGNU. Peace.